Geek Shock. Geek it's Shock. Been a long road. Getting from there to here. It's been a long time. But my time is finally Finances? Finances. Oh, yeah. yeah. Finances and children. Man. Those seem like huge. And so those many people get big, married. Yeah, and then they're like, they're like, wait a minute. You don't want to have children? <laughs> yeah, but I thought we were going to have children. Why would we have children? I've never wanted children. That's why I believe in the five-year engagement. Yeah. I don't know about that. Or, <laughs> or they just never get married. Why, why an engagement? No, he's talking about the movie. He really liked the movie. <laughs> it was really? a great, oh, great movie. Terrible movie. <laughs> Martin, terrible movie. I can never remember the damn Martin Lawrence. Uh, Jenny McCarthy. Ali Sheedy. Yep. Michael Keep Jackson. Keep going. You'll get it. <laughs> the actor that's in Vin there? Diesel. Mickey Rourke. Yep. <laughs> Mickey Rourke? I'm totally lost. Mindy I don't Kaling. know what we're talking about. Uh, no. <laughs> the five-year engagement? We could, yeah, we could. I could just give you Mr. Rourke from Fantasy and, Island. And get you to it. There. It's got to be him. No? Wait. What else no? was he in? Uh, he was also What's in... Forgetting Sarah really? Marshall? Something involving a ship. No, not it. <laughs> Welcome, folks, to this Geek Shot Adventure, (laughs) number 193. I am Master Torgo. 80s Jeff. Just Michael. Captain Luddite. And we're here to talk week in geek. Uh, Of course, uh, voice missing tonight, gentlemen. Uh, The famous Paul is out with the shingles. Ah, the shingles. Oh, so Uh, he's not putting up shingles. He has the shingles. Yeah, that's uh, don't want it. Got it. The shingles. Oh, okay. uh, So he's not roofing. Not in this heat. Okay. We were just discussing, though, that the shingles seem might to be, be Ralphie. coming back more. <laughs> yeah. If you don't know what the shingles is, uh, shingles is a, uh, a, a itchy bleeding from the anus caused by Whoa, hey. jelly bean suppositories. No, no, no it's no, an itchy, no. pussy bleeding no. from your, no. like your no. shoulders and your no. back. I, I, yeah. I, 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 I do have that wrong. You have that wrong. Else. Completely okay. wrong. I think you're thinking of edible Benoit beans. Ooh, nasty. I think that's what you're thinking. Your web, of. your web browser is not to be viewed on by others. <laughs> I didn't. He mentioned it. I just gave it a name. No, where you went to? With are it. you are you at all scared of Prism and what they've they've been oh, checking yeah. your browser history now? No, not at all. I guess that's not on my browser history. This He's guy, the one talking about uh, pulling jelly beans out of his ass. Well, you you knew about edible anal beans. And for all of our loyal listeners that have been listening to Geek Shock and watching the Ugly Couch Show all these years. Uh, uh, regarding Prism, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, come You're, on. You, did we really, did we honestly believe that wasn't happening? Sure, sure. No. Seriously? Uh, no, no, of course. Come that's, on. Yeah. I mean, that, that, it's funny I, how it's nobody was so surprised. Not right. yeah. happening. Nobody and, was yeah. really surprised. And the Daily Show made an excellent point. It's like, it's like you don't even have to, he's like, you never broke the law, but it's, you know, the fact you didn't, it was not that you didn't break the law, it's that you didn't have to. And I was like, that is an excellent point. Yeah, and if you no, don't know I what we're referencing, that. Prism was the uh, the uh, the name of the what? The data mining operation. Thank you. That, yeah. uh, they, the Guardian UK. Yeah. Basically, the government unearthed. watches everything. Yeah. What a surprise! Is Verizon really basically shocking? proven, and everybody else seems to be on. I don't know board. why that's so shocking. To which, which is which is which makes me giggle uh, in a just evil, of course it is, goddammit way. Whenever Microsoft says connect will not be watching you when you don't want it to be, I, I did just course, of course no, it yeah, will be. I, 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 I see this prism thing. I'm like, of course we can trust you. We can trust all of our corporations yeah, that yeah. give us communications. I, mean, I ever since there's been a telephone, they've been listening. There's no way they weren't. They haven't been listening to our telephones for uh, 
70 years so why wouldn't they start listening to everything you do online it just makes sense yeah they, I mean, I, it doesn't I, make sense but it makes sense yeah. i mean i get it i love their statement i was like well you know we have all this information but we can't access it without a warrant and i'm like all you have to do is apply to the fisa court for the friggin' warrant they've yeah. never denied a warrant ever yeah for for any of this information so it's like it's like here let me write on this piece of paper what i want and give it to the court it's like okay rubber stamp so yeah, that, that, that argument about, you know, how that data is secure in this data center and can't be accessed without a warrant is is a moot point because they can well, access it li- pretty all much that, willy-nilly. All that does is just save them the time when they decide to finally look at you. Right. Because they'd be able to get the information anyway. It would just take them forever. So now they've already got it all stockpiled and ready to go. If you do something that causes them to go, we better see what this guy's up to. Yep. Flip. Flip the Torgo switch. Yeah, and then they can. (laughs) He watches a lot of porn. (laughs) God does he. I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of us have some kind of FBI file we don't even know exists. I think if you are involved in any kind of podcast in the world, you would probably have an FBI file. Possibly, but beyond that, I mean, just general people in general, you know? According to the Freedom of Information Act, you can apply... You may not get it may not happen, but you can apply (laughs) to have a copy of your FBI file sent to you. Yeah. But they can always claim you don't have one. Yeah, well, that's true. They can. <laughs> well, but if you know, if they're doing that and they do have one, then but, you're probably doing something what's interesting that the is, FBI should be looking at. What's right? interesting is the FBI. And what you're really saying when you apply for your FBI file is, "Hey, FBI, come look at me." <laughs> what's interesting though is the FBI may not have a file on you, but the NSA may. Yeah, and you cannot even through Freedom of Information Act get an an NSA file. I could be wrong, but I, I've, this is what I've read because the NSA says national security and, you know, Congress is just like, oh, okay, FIFA doesn't even uh, apply. I mean, it's also one of, like it's one of it's part of it goes into that whole Facebook thing, too, where people are outraged that Facebook can do anything they want with that material. And I'm like, well, what did you expect? You're, <laughs> what you're did, signing up for it. You, you're openly putting your life every millisecond of yeah. your life out there for anyone to view. Why does it? And you expect a degree of, of, uh, of uh, privacy. Of privacy. <laughs> You've already said I don't want my life to be private. Yeah. Hey, everybody, check me out. Yeah. Look how awesome I am. Well, I Aren't I just, awesome? I'm getting Starbucks. I think it just goes to show that how little people understand about how it the internet works. really works. Yeah. I mean, it is it is a communication system designed with built-in redundancy. I mean, email. Uh, I've, I've probably mentioned this on the show before, but like, if you send an email. It doesn't just go from your server to the directly closest server to the person that you're sending the email. It literally goes out as multiple copies across the entire globe to make sure that the person you send it to gets to them. It gets to them. If you want, truly so that yeah, it's like like and I mean I've talked to people about this before, like you know when they were like in their twenties or whatever, and they you know they snap that that regretful picture and then they posted it up on Twitter but then <laughs> like immediately Papa deleted John's, it. Right? It's there forever. <laughs> it's 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 like it's like whoo dodged a bullet there, I deleted it. And it's like, no, you it's didn't. There. there are multiple <laughs> copies of that around the internet because the internet backs up all that shit to make sure that you didn't accidentally delete it. The the crazy kind of ironic thing now is if you really want to be private communication, your best option is to mail a letter. <laughs> so true. 
You know what I mean? And there was a time where we were worried well, they were reading our mail. I'm but still now a they're fan probably of, uh, not worrying pigeons. about. Well, there is a rumor that there is a uh, and uh, uh, what the hell is it called? It's some kind of an active. It's it's essentially like the like an MRI. Uh, or scanning every letter that goes yeah, through. Yeah, well, it's not, it's not MRI. Sorry, it's like it's like a, a CT scan, but they can scan letters, and you can actually read the letter with ne- without ever opening the envelope. And <laughs> it's like a high volume machine where it just flies through. And it's looking the for scanner. certain words and yeah, exactly. And it's almost enough to drive supposedly a part of the whole Echelon program, which yeah, was no. it's you know, almost enough to drive a person to Alaska. It really yeah. is. Well, you'd still be Amer- Speaking in of Alaska. Yeah, oh, that's, the uh, that's the real that, that, reason. That, that, nice why, segue there, buddy. Yeah. Why we did not have a show last week. Uh, might be one of the worst segues I've ever. That's the best. Yeah. Ham-fisted be. segue. Yeah, just that a club to the face. I think you should be called Master Ham-fist. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take that. I'll accept that. <laughs> Torgo the Ham-fisted. The, ne- the never hungry. <laughs> yeah. He but, would eat your own hands? Yeah. Well, if they were ham, yes, who wouldn't? Uh, but they, they regenerate. Uh, that's an assumption. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. well, I would argue. He still has knuckles, of course. That's a bold assumption. I would argue. I bite my fingernails. Evidence. They come back. Yeah, pigs don't eat their own feet. All right? They'll eat other pigs' feet, Well, they won't eat their own. That's my argument as to why the pig is not an intelligent creature. They don't eat their own feet. Fair enough. But they eat other pigs' feet, so they do know. They they do know that ham tastes good. Stuff. But they know they're well. They're they smart enough to know <laughs> their, to own eat their own damn hands, hands don't yeah. grow back. Well, <laughs> maybe pigs know bacon tastes good. Hey, speaking of uh, bacon, how is Alaska? <laughs> <laughs> Your segue is better than mine. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was less ham-fisted than yours. Yes. <laughs> It was great. Um, it, it, it worries me for people who might be interested in buying an Xbox One that live up there. Yeah, because, oh, living up there. Yeah, because of all the, the, the horrible things we learned is actually true about the Xbox this week. But we'll get into that later. But I had a great time. It's a, it's a nice little reset button to life. Yeah, I've heard nothing but good things about Alaska if you just want to... Go there and hang out with bears and eagles. And, and be reminded of how beautiful nature can be. Ah. Oh. You'd, you'd, yeah. you'd, you'd forswear it, and then they're like, oh, shit, E3's coming up this next week. I have to get home to my Xbox. <laughs> it's almost what happened. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's the big news. But before we get into big news, we can only do news you don't give a shit about. Somebody will. That's right. Oh, can I do something uh, I did geeky this week? Yes, you can. Uh, only because uh, I'd like to mention... Uh, the Las Vegas Little Theater had their Fringe Festival this last uh, two weekends uh, downtown in uh, in Las Vegas here in the Chinatown. And there were three uh, shows picked for Best of Fringe. Uh, one was called, I believe, Moil by the Rock. It uh, takes place at Alcatraz. And I didn't see that one, but I heard it was quite good. And it won Best of Fringe. Fringe and Alcatraz are both J.J. Uh, Abrams shows, right? There you go. And then also... Uh, <laughs> Sorry, so, I No, there's probably... It's clearly favoritism. And then... Uh, <laughs> and then uh, Sudoku, Sudoku, which was a 30-minute musical, that a uh, really powerful little musical uh, that uh, my buddy from Urintown, uh, Glenn Heath, was in, did a great job. And the woman who was in it, I can't remember her name now, 
Uh, she was really fabulous in it, too. And then uh, Dick Johnson, Private Eyes. Dick Johnson, two, Private Eyes, won Best uh, of Fringe for the second year in a row. The same group of people. They wrote a sequel to their winning show last year, Dick Johnson. And how great is that? They've written a sequel. So anyway, this weekend at Las Vegas Little Theater, they're having encore for encore performances of all three shows oh, okay the best of fringe so you can catch the three shows in one night they're all like a half an hour 45 minutes a piece brilliant so you could catch three shows from three different theater companies three very different approaches to theater one a musical one a wacky comedy the other one a very serious drama piece uh showing a wide range of what Las Vegas theater community has to uh, represent so if you're interested just go to Las Vegas little theater their website you can on my what browser i think you just put lvlt and it'll even come up and i'm sure they'll have all the information you want about that but if you're at all a theater fan i think it'd be a great way to to see what vegas is doing for local theater nice so i just wanted to get that out there for no that, that's yeah. appreciated and congratulations to all three of those shows and uh and dick johnson two private eyes <laughs> is a bunch of the guys at the uh, improv world so those guys okay. at happy hour so Mark and Max and all those guys that uh, Paul talks about all the time. So, And they are uh, regular listeners. So we thank you for listening, and we thank you for your delightful show. So just had to get that out there for a while. No, I appreciate it. And it also gives me a chance, because I want to thank uh, Brian Holmes. He runs Dagobah-Systems.com. He gave us a really nice review for both the audio show and video show. So thank you, Brian. It's very, very kind of thank you. Thank you, Brian. Checks really in the great mail. words. Thank you, Brian. <laughs> Uh, where was I? Oh yeah, it was uh, ham, ham for fists. That's ham fisted. No wait, news uh, you don't give a shit about. Oh, I thought you were putting jelly beans in your ass. Are you sure that's not what you were doing? Uh, oh. No, that's what Paul's doing. Someone got sick. <laughs> Everyone knows shingles. <laughs> All right. Actually, I gotta, I gotta thank uh, the credit where credit's due. And this was sent to us by uh, listener Michael Johnson. I wanna appreciate you sending this one by my way. Uh, yeah. Get ready. For edible, edible anus. Edible Benoit beads. What a coincidence. <laughs> You're not too far off. A line of chocolates from Great Britain that, true to its name, come in the shape of an anus. Not an ass. No, just the puckered little the bit. The actual yeah. anus. The, yeah, yeah, the sphincter. The, each box comes with three pucker-shaped truffles uh, in white chocolate, milk chocolate, dark chocolate. Why would you think chocolate. I wouldn't give a shit about this? <laughs> <laughs> To each their own on this one. It's, it's, your mileage may vary. Uh, the company's website, which has been down because of capacity problems, claims that each... Everybody wants some chocolate anus, man. People cannot get enough of the chocolate anus. Actually, uh, Michael, just literally, I just got the notification posted on our Facebook page. I hear they're getting a lot of requests for a with peanuts version. <laughs> nice. Oh, nice. Yeah. Classy. Classy. Uh, <laughs> uh, the website claims that each of the anus-shaped confections were, quote, crafted from the delectable posterior of our stunning butt model, unquote. Oh, oh, oh man. Do it. There had to be a mold. Well, there has to be a mold. Was there a mold? There has, has to be a mold oh made. Oh, my God. How else do you make a chocolate? Where is Paul? So Paul would you, be butt There has mold. to be a mold. Oh, yeah. The butt there, mold? I'm going to tell you right now. Today, Paul is missing, missing the show of his life. Is, is, is there a white chocolate version? Yeah, yeah. You got all three. You get all three. And milk chocolate. What was the silver yeah. one on the website? No, I'm, I'm, I'm getting the oh, silver okay, one. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. Now, the, the website suggests that the chocolatiers believe, quote, the anus chocolate range can dissolve cultural boundaries of race, gender, class, 
and sexual orientation, unquote. Boxes sell in Britain for around $6.24. Oh, that's a steal. And they will ship to the U.S. as well. For 20 bucks. Uh, probably the company also <laughs> sells T-shirts, coffee mugs featuring the images of the sweets, as well as limited edition solid silver anus that you were mentioning uh, for just $450 plus A postage. solid silver anus. I wondered if it was yes. just like a wrapped, a like wrapped in a silver anus paperweight. All your basically. Christmas needs in one place. All your, <laughs> your one-stop shop <laughs> hey, for grandma. all your anus needs. Hey, Grandma, Merry Christmas. <laughs> oh, what'd you get? Oh, you a silver know, anus. It's funny that you mentioned, mentioned that because the next <laughs> sentence is from... Uh, as HuffPost UK points out, uh, the website rather optimistically says, quote, watch grandma's face light up as she unwraps a homely selection of chocolate cracks. Unquote. I am British. I must be British. Cause <laughs> yeah, because you were Benoit, Edible Benoit beads and you were, you grandma. knew you were. Oh, nailed right. it. <laughs> so this is going to resolve racial Yes, disharmony. I think you're, I think that's because they have the dark chocolate, the white chocolate, the milk really, chocolate. This is how. We feel that the anus is what will unite us as a people. Everybody got one. Well, the edible anus. Everybody has to shit. Everybody's got one of those too. Everybody does have to shit. You know? I wonder if they're going to do like, you know, a turtle head version. uh, (laughs) With nuts. (laughs) Or how about a cherry cordial filled for that uh, shingles version? There you go. Yeah. Yeah. All kinds of uh, (laughs) the uh, one with like hot fudge on the side. So it's like diarrhea. Just real runny, <laughs> the runny anus, featuring, chocolate runny anus. Featuring Hershey's uh, chocolate syrup. And let's uh, face it, when it all comes down to it, we all have an edible anus. By the way, chocolate runny anus, isn't that a drink? I think that's like a shot you can get. <laughs> uh, somebody uh, out there's got that. <laughs> got to. Right? I'll have uh, I'll three chocolate runny anuses. I'll have a couple chocolate runny anuses. And if not, you beach. step up to my bar. I'll make you one. Yeah, I tell you. Paul's going to be listening to this, banging his head against it the could, wall. I'll make you a drink. Also, <laughs> it wouldn't be a bad name for a band either, chocolate runny anus. But. <laughs> it's true. Probably on the punk side. I can't see that being a jazz fusion thing. Maybe a jazz uh, fusion thing. Maybe a jazz. Assorted ass yeah. chocolates. But it's not soft. It's not soft rock. No. It's no, not. no. This is. <laughs> it's not Jock Tesh and his chocolate runny anus. <laughs> no. <laughs> Butt sweat and tears. <laughs> Like we doing James Taylor covers with this chocolate band. Chocolate anus. I have no <laughs> desire to eat a chocolate anus. Well, you know, it might be part of a, a larger trend in taste. I just candies, thought I'd put that out there because there's also a uh, <laughs> listeners were thinking they might want to send us some. I don't need to eat a chocolate. I mean, I'll eat one if you send it to me. But yeah, I have I, no I, desire. I, have, I got no issues. Send me. Yeah, chocolate I mean, I like chocolate, but you know. Somebody will wind up sending it to us, and we'll have it as a as a segment on the show. Why? If it makes I'd it the show, I'd be afraid to watch Paul enjoy a chocolate ass. <laughs> no, it's an anus. It's not the whole ass. Yeah. Oh, okay, it's um, very small. Just the. I anus. mean, I know the chocolate the penises anus. already exist. Yes. Yeah, yes, they do. That's a so, is this a brand new? Th- it's surprising that this hasn't happened before. In all honesty, we'll have chocolate vaginas too. I think, too. It, I think I it's. Uh, it hasn't. I think it's not easy to cut to capture the right. ass. And the you know what? I'll, sphincter? I'll, I'll bet you it has the, been the, done, but it's probably been done with the cheap chocolate. This is good, fine Belgian good chocolate. Fine this chocolate. is like the real deal. Yeah, yeah this I'm is, sure it's been done in stuff. sex shops. I'm sure it's been yeah. done with, with under the table, chocolate. kind of. Yeah, yeah. naughty, naughty. Yeah. But now this is mainstream. Highbrow chocolate. Once the British do it, right. it's this dignified. is a confectioner that has decided to. And to be fair, probably those other chocolates have been more like cheeks, cheeks and cracks. Right. This is this is the one that is just. Just the 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 ruby star fruit. This is not your fanny joke. This is the chocolate star. The chocolate star. Whole other 
This is not your fanny fiction. This is your pucker bubble right there. I This might be fanny fiction. It's not even your young adult <laughs> fanny fiction. <laughs> the young adult fanny And I got to thank you, Michael, for giving us one of the most thank entertaining you, ugly you, couch shows ever. It was ugly. In I'll give history. you that. It was ugly. <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't seen a fanny fiction episode, do, do Yes, there's only the a couple of times. We've been doing this since 2007, like late 2007. <laughs> and there's only been a couple of times that Torgo has gotten so caught up in the moment that he's had to get up and walk out of the scene. Yeah, he and did this have is, to leave for a bit. I this was is, crying. I he was, yeah, help myself. I was he, lost. He was totally gone. Um, the show was broke, but it was fun. Yeah, I'm confused. I'm confused. Is is the it's it's so these are small. They're like yeah, they're not very big size. They're like, they're like that big around from what the uh, dimensions well, are. That's pretty big. Basically, that's, basically, you know, thumb, thumb to fi- uh, in, yeah. index finger around. Yeah, that's a pretty big sphincter. Well, you know what? It's seen it's seen some action. <laughs> I mean. Granted, I've well, never seen my own sphincter. You've got to get the chocolate. <laughs> so the chocolate, I guess uh, I don't know how. Yeah, big but you've my looked in the is. toilet. You've seen the size of some things that come out of you. Yeah, but they're like rats. You know, they can squeeze through any size <laughs> hole. <laughs> and I want to thank all the new listeners, by the way, for tuning in. <laughs> if you're still, <laughs> you're, you're good if you're still listening to us, good people. Uh, we got first goddamn story. Let's go. Let's say right now, long show, folks. No, I will give you Sit this. In. It is apropos that it's news. You don't give a shit about. Ah, it. I, I get it. That's very. Yeah, see, see, see what he did there. Then. Yes, it was very clever of you. And on, <laughs> on a, a side tangent, Lollifile, a lollipop company that has previously bought us pops in such flavors as Sriracha, recently unveiled the new flavor, breast milk. So, just or to compliment your anus. Stuff? Yeah, that's it's a, it's a trend. What? It is the the king of the culinary world right now. Human milk is it really? I'm just. Hey, this is you, the second time I've we, heard we've, of something. We've had we've had a story we've on about, uh, ice cream made of breast milk in yeah. the past. Oh, I missed that. I yeah. missed that story. Some, uh, again in Britain. This is I'm a sorry. British thing. I'm sorry. I didn't miss that. <laughs> I just well, didn't hear of it. <laughs> there's an ever increasing number of people with lactose intolerance. Uh, why not? I mean, I'm not saying I would do it. But I, I do get, like the I somehow I don't think that's the reason. I do like the idea <laughs> of uh, it's just a way for women to make a little extra cash and they just yeah, have themselves milked. And you just have farms of like hundreds of women that two times a day walk up to this machine <laughs> and a man, a grungy small little man in his straw hat and overalls <laughs> chewing on a piece of straw just clamps these hoses onto it's her not breasts. That dwarf that eats and poops. Ah, calm down there, Martha. Calm down, Martha. <laughs> It'll be fine. She's usually a little jumpy until the machine gets clamped on, and then she'll be fine. <laughs> Have a drink, folks. Yeah. Have a couple on that one. Uh, and the news only gets better. News you don't give a shit about. Uh, Stan Lee. Already, you're like, what? Why is that, yeah, why is that, that here? That's, uh, that's a guy that I normally care yeah, about. Yeah, that's, that's news. I, 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 He's going to be here this weekend. Woohoo! He, yeah. he has released a signature cologne. <laughs> Uh, Bactine and uh, pea flavor. <laughs> here is the word is it from called True Believers. <laughs> oh, if only it were uh, it, uh, Excelsior. The, he, oh, he should. Why didn't he call it? He just called Stan Lee. That's the name of the cologne. Stan it should totally Lee. be called that's Excelsior. What, everybody's calling her cologne by their own name now. Yeah. That's just how so it's. it's so okay. there were marketing people. He's that actually told him. a little behind yeah. on this curve. I yeah, mean, but there were marketing people <laughs> telling him. You know. Yeah. Here are the words of the uh, really Almighty Pope. You gotta um, get a cologne out there, Stan. I wish Paul was here to do the voice, so I'd have to do my horrible facsimile thereof. Not only do I want fans to look sharp, like their favorite superhero and their generalissimo right here, but I thought I wouldn't, wouldn't it be fun to offer them a chance to smell like one too, whether they have a date or a rendezvous with an ally. 
Uh, so, what does Stanley smell like? Uh, apparently, uh, bur- uh, was that bergamot? Bergamot? Uh, I don't know. Bergamot, ginger, white pepper, basil, and violets, and features layers of cedar, uh, vetiver, and musk accords. So, a whole lot of shit. Yeah, it's all sorts of, of smells of in By there. By the way, all your right. Stanley, I think, is a little better, actually. <laughs> going to go on a record right, well, that's that's it's very it, nice it, of you to say it takes its it takes its place on the shelf next to con and tiberius and red shirt and if you want a bottle it runs you 24.99 so it sounds about right yeah <laughs> uh ever the uh the uh, capitalist yeah yeah stanley just continues on that but route. you know what they can surprise you those star trek colognes they put out uh, a yeah. few years back those are pretty good they i'm not a really well. guy so Genkyware uh, knew the guy that runs Genkyware. He's uh, he's a good guy. The only just... time I've ever worn a cologne is when I was dating somebody, and they were like, "I like that scent." I was like, "Okay." No, that's how it works, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's so. uh, that was what decided. But no, I know that. a lot of guys who just wear cologne, even though they're not, you know. Like, well, yeah. Okay. You never know. <laughs> you know that's that. Speaking of Stanley, that that upgrade for the tickets for the amazing comic uh, is it two hundred dollars on top of yeah yeah well it's well it's fifty two yeah, for 52 the two for the week and then two hundred more dollars for the yeah VIP Stanley experience. Did which which um, upgrade VIP package did you get? Did I, no, I just got the fifty two dollar. Oh, you went to general did I, admission. Did I get the? I thought you did the upgrade. No, I I don't remember now. Oh, okay. like the VIP upgrade, not I think the. I d- I no, I think I just got the 52. Okay, because I, I got my tickets for Amazing Las Vegas Comic Con this weekend. I'm going to strangle the two of you if you're talking ticket prices for the next five minutes. No, no. I <laughs> so, no really. so I went online. Did Best, you use the yeah. website? I did Conversation. use the website. Uh, South Point's got its own ticket website. Yeah. Oh, you went to the South Point ticket? Yeah. I went through uh, amazing, amazing Las Vegas well, Comic Con. Well, this is on the it, news it you don't that, give a shit so. about segment. Oh, my God. Hey, speaking of Stan Lee, how was Alaska? <laughs> <laughs> My whole point was that like it's like, Excelsior. Yeah, exactly. No, it doesn't just, seem worth it. Two hundred extra bucks. I mean, it's like it's uh, like a, it's a, like a meet and greet with Stanley. Really, the point autograph, is, and then like some kind of little. And it all it says it's very general. It's like at a special event later that Saturday night. And I'm really, like, the point for two hundred dollars is that this weekend also is the amazing Comic Con in Comic-Con, Las Vegas. Yeah. So that's really the point of all this. So <laughs> it really was for you <laughs> listeners who have made it to this point. You can go back four minutes and then fast forward, forward, <laughs> four minutes. Because that's how time travel works. <laughs> For reals. But and you who's you don't give a shit about? Uh, Grumpy Cat, uh, whose real name is Tartar Sauce, by the way. So you know. Okay, uh, I don't know either one of them. Uh, Grumpy Cat receives, received many accolades since the introduction to the world from Reddit and uh, uh, Mashable called her the most important internet meme of 2012. MSNBC gave her the title of most influential cat of 2012. Uh, this year, she was crowned the queen of the social at South by Southwest. All of these things are indicating that it, the end of the world is coming. No, the, on. no the next one is, is the clincher. <laughs> uh, according to the talent agent Ben Lashes, uh, <laughs> I'm not sure that's a real person. Ben I, Lashes? That's yeah. a fake person. Uh, she's been tapped to star in her own feature-length movie. Now, what is Grumpy Cat? I don't know what uh, this Grumpy is. Grumpy Cat is that it's picture you see of that really grumpy cat online. Sour-faced-looking uh, black-and-white cat. Yeah. No amount of me saying anything is going to yeah. win that to you. Yeah, That's all right. But but I know what will. That's Jeff reaching to his phone and sighing loudly doing so. That's okay. I don't need to see it. <laughs> I'm, um, I can't believe you have it. You, if you sign on to Facebook, you'll see it. Really? Period. I'm sure yeah. maybe yeah. I've seen it. The world not. fell in love with Grumpy Cat. And I'm, I'll admit, I'm I one didn't. of them. I love no. Grumpy Cat. It's God, great. I, I don't watch if, cat if videos. 
If there's a picture, just a picture. If there's any memes that I cannot stand, are the goddamn cat themes. You just don't like cats in. Well, I don't like cats in general. Yes, but just they're the some of the dumbest ones out there. And I get the whole point is for them to be dumb, but these are really dumb. Cats do have a bit of an attitude. I like cats. They can be difficult. Um. All right. Well, congratulations, Grumpy Cat. You're being Grumpy Cat is being cast in a movie. No. you're being, being raped by Hollywood yeah. like all so many other great He's not being like cast into a movie. Things. There's a movie being made about, made Grumpy, about Cat. Grumpy Cat. A family style movie. Yeah. Sure, why not? What the, wor- the, what the world wants is just a well, camera following Grumpy Cat for 90 minutes. Right. If it, Nothing mean, more. If it's, a, if it's a kid's movie, then sure, fine. Whatever. That's just it. The moment you write things... Uh, I know, I don't get it either. The moment that you write... A voice and give a, some, put a voice on that cat somewhere because you know that's what they're gonna do. They're gonna get it, Bill it's Murray. Gonna, it's gonna. It doesn't gonna matter who Garfield. you get. He's gonna yeah. do a different version yeah. of Garfield. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Which I mean, I love Bill Murray, but why does he do those Garfield movies? Uh, I can tell you right now. That's one of the memes that goes out there. Okay, whatever. Check. Oh no, I I do know yeah. why. But that's why. Like, well, that's why all of them do the Madagascar's. I've I have said for years. It's like. When I was younger, I never understood. Now I get it's like a yeah. check's a check, man. And Absolutely, a job's a job, and especially one that you can go in, you know, your pajamas. Like he wears pajamas. The only of meme that I found pajamas. like he's a he's naked as a jaybird. <laughs> the only meme that I found amusing recently was the one where they have Admiral Akbar and he's got like a a top hat on and a monocle, hat. and it says it's an elaborate ruse. Cute. Yeah, that one I had me cracking up for a while. I do love memes. That's all the time I have to vote to uh, news you give a shit about. Because we got some meaty, uh, meaty. Uh, something might have that happened. Was a fair amount of in the last couple shit days. News. That was that was your appetizer. It was the that main was a course. Fair amount of shit news. Yeah, that was an app. That was an, a chocolate anus appetizer. That was yeah. I, I, because the main course is. I so I feel like we big. all ordered one appetizer. We might not have room for shared. dessert. Weekend geek. I don't feel we. like that was just one appetizer. I felt like that. That's a bit more. It's a. Be- it was definitely not an amuse. It like was a sampler platter. It was more like a Friday sampler. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was. Yeah, but it was like, a a, like a Jack's food. barbecue. Like a fried, it was a heavy sampler. sampler. Yeah. It was a yeah. heavy sampler. It was, it was a like sampler. a giant basket filled of fried clams and yeah, something that's to be tots. shared for four. Yeah. Basically. Yeah, and we always regret it. Yeah, and you're like, I don't have room <laughs> for the meal. Well, yeah. too late because you bought the buffet. Well, it always yeah. sounds like a good idea. And then it gets there, and we're like, yes. And then halfway through, we're like, oh, what have we done? That's kind of like when we get the Memphis sampler at Memphis. It's wow. like, I always love when I'm eating it. Is that like I'm a like, Cleveland steamer? Later on, steamer? I'm like, oh, I should yeah. not eat it. Is the Memphis sampler like a, a lot. I mean, steamer? don't get me wrong. I love Memphis barbecue, one of yeah. my favorite restaurants on the planet. Yes. But it's also one of the restaurants that, I, like, an hour later, I regret many ways. Yeah. The Memphis sampler has, like, they still do it. Fried uh, onion straws oh. and dill they, pickles. They, they make your pee smell so weird. Memphis uh, skins, which are <laughs> like so potato skins with shredded pork in it. I mean, it's all all the stuff on there is tastes tastes great. Yeah. But like he's he's not kidding. Like an hour later, you're like, oh man, I should not have done that. Oh That's, my stomach! Uh, like I went through a period where I ate a lot of Chipotle, and now. <laughs> And now whenever I did, I, well, because I was doing a no, show. I just, that's a great sentence. I was doing a show for a while, and the, the two show days, they would provide Chipotle between shows. Oh, nice. I'll tell yeah, you well, what, they're required man. to with the union law rules and everything. But Beach and, catering. And I, I got into it, and I enjoyed it, but I got, to, I got over chipotle And now when I eat ah. it, it just stays with me for like three days. Dude. I can't get rid of the taste of Chipotle anywhere in my body. Like my whole body just feels like 
bad so you've been Mexican food. I had I, I had Chipotle last night, and I've been regretting it all day yeah, today. You're still feeling it, aren't I you? just yeah. I mean, yeah. Like, I, I, like for that like a couple lingers. hours, I felt fine when I ate it, and for a couple yeah, hours later, good while you're eating it. But like but you know, I went and saw a movie. I came home. The residue, like, the oh, aftermath. Yeah, man, you don't go to Chipotle or Memphis and go see a movie afterwards. That's like not no, the but plan. I made it through the movie fine. It wasn't until I was like half an hour after I got home, and it's not even and you have a resilient system. It's I not even guess. a matter of like I had to hit the toilet. It's just it just stays with me. It just lingers. Yeah, yeah. It's it like a it's like a sticks with you. It's like a. It's, if it's good enough for Ozzy Osbourne, it's good enough for you. I don't know if you should live your life that way. <laughs> that, yeah, that sounds like bad advice. <laughs> even Ozzy is like, oh, I should never have done that. Well, he's talked. He talked fine until he started eating Chipotle. Was that what did it? Yeah, yeah. I'm sure that's what did it. <laughs> it's a good theory. Hey, uh, what's going on this week in news? Well, as you all know, it's E3. It's uh, As we're recording this, it's been the second day has come and gone. Yes. Uh, this is the big E3. All the new announcements. Every, we already knew the consoles were coming with the pre-announcements that both excited and frustrated us. There's been all sorts of talk. We've had plenty of discussions about what might be. Uh, before we go into E3, uh, Microsoft on Friday released an official statement of not what might be, but what is. Before Answering we go any farther, I will apologize that I am not Kirsten or Paul at this moment. That's all right. Because my knowledge of the E3 world will be far lacking. Actually, you know what? It's, it's appreciated because you will, you will allow because uh, our, 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 audience, perspective. our audience has various geeky segments. Certainly yes. a lot of them play video games. Not all of them. There's I other understand. ways they... They enjoy their but time. Kirsten and you will probably ask the questions that, that our audience will ask. Yes. I understand, but it would be good to have Kirsten here, I think. he was He's definitely... And, and, nice and Kirsten, Kirsten is Kirsten. right now talking to his MP3 player, agreeing with you. Yes, I know. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> you are sorely missed always, Kirsten, but I think tonight yeah. more so than usual. And Paul, you will fuck yourself. Yeah, Paul, you're an asshole. And nobody likes you, so... <laughs> If you weren't so damn cute. Oh, yeah. Jeez, adorable. right? Adorable. What cheeks. Oh, I, just oh. wanna, I just want to lick his chocolate s- s- anus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you said it, not me. I probably could have gotten away with sphincter. Right. You're welcome, prison. Anyway. What's up? So, uh, ahead, this government. is the uh, the official statement from Microsoft regarding uh, the pol- their policies and capabilities for, as they call it, game licensing. Which I've already heard a couple. All of right, the, Microsoft. So a couple so, of the so boys with, with slap me in the face with your dick. So according to this, Microsoft, you're not buying your games anymore. You're officially licensing them. It's a rental system. Yeah. So, so here it is. This is all Microsoft's words, not mine, not written by somebody else. This is Microsoft. Understood. Here are our platform policies and capabilities for game licensing, all of which will be made available when Xbox One launches later this year. By the uh, buy the way you want, digital or a disc, on the same day. You'll be able to buy disc-based games at traditional retailers or online through Xbox Live on day of release. Discs will continue to be a great way to install your games quickly. You can access your entire games library from any Xbox One. No discs required. After signing in and installing, you can play any of your games from any Xbox One because a digital copy of your game is stored on your console and in the cloud. So, for for example, while you are logged in at your friend's house on their Xbox One, you can play your games. You can share access to your games with everyone inside your home. Your friends and family, your guests and acquaintances get unlimited access to all your games. 
Anyone so, can play your games in your console, regardless of whether you are logged in or their relationship to you. Means just so like, far, not bad. Right. But so These far, I mean, like the whole thing, like I come over to your house. Yeah. We get we can access my console. Yes. From your house. Yes. And be like, hey, you want to try that game I bought last week? Sure. Yes. And we can play it. Yes. On yes. your machine. That exists. Through my console. I think some people were worried that wasn't going to be able to happen. Uh, that that one actually they've announced through. Well, because it's similar yeah. to letting you borrow my disc. They, they were working. There's, they've been working on something like that with the 360. Yeah. With the with cloud storage and everything, this is the next step, which is, is yeah. logical. Mm -hmm. So so this far, is, this, this is, is a benefit. Pretty. These positive. are beneficial things. So far, I would say that sounds positive to mm -hmm. me. But the, although although the last one kind of like uh, duh. Yeah. Because like if some if you if somebody it, plays on your console yeah if you get on they my can play your games. yeah if you can do that right now but, but clearly well, there the nice you can do that with is, my Atari twenty six hundred the nice thing about it now is they don't have to sign into your profile to get access to your to your online and account. see I no. clearly that's they been can the, have their the own fear. that's been the fear that people are like well if Todd buys it Torgo buys it mm -hmm. then Torgo's the only one that can play it that's true it does cover that yeah yeah they have the help the household account now where it's like it's the console and then. Now you come, you buy a game. It's on here. Yeah. You and Jeff can play it, and yeah. your stats aren't going to change because Jeff does something on the no. game, and, no. and vice versa. So basically, that's, they're saying you're buying the game for that console. Yes. Not for you specifically. You're borrowing that game for the console. Yeah. Yeah. You're yeah. buying you're the renting, license. You're, you're licensing that game. You're that's, licensing that's the, the new game. word. That licensing the game. Right. With the Xbox, that's the word. It's long-term rental. You're leasing. Give your family access to your entire games library anytime, anywhere. Xbox One will enable new forms of access for families. Up to 10 members of your family can log in and play from your shared games library on any Xbox One. Just like today, a family member can play your copy of Forza Motorsports at a friend's house. Only now, they will see not just Forza, but all of your shared games. You can always play your games, and any one of your family members can be playing from your shared library at any given time. Okay. This one I do find interesting. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Because you you can basically put ten, basically ten names. Yeah, you have ten attached different to avatars yep. attached yeah. to your, and that means you have system. You know, which means you could have like ten friends borrowing games. Yeah, that's interesting. And you could also do yeah, you could yeah get a circle of friends who want to play the same games, and then like, hey, I'll buy the next one, and you can all see if you want to yeah. buy it. You'll buy the next one, and then we'll all see that if might, we want to buy. That it. might solve some questions and yeah. take some turns yeah. there. Yeah. And also, if you have a house that has multiple consoles which mm. i'm sure some families do some do yeah yeah I, yeah but i don't i you can't know, imagine multiple could be, households will have 500 hundred dollar consoles no yeah. well you never know or, people yeah. are freaking rich uh, they're uh, yeah. <laughs> but i mean johnny could I just have, i don't play his game and Susie could you know so now you mm -hmm. and i could be in the same house and play Catan yeah. if we had two consoles it's still that way right now yeah. too if we had two consoles but you could still but we'd only need one copy of the game and to do that as opposed to two copies that's an interesting question too because that hasn't been addressed yet like what? like uh is it possible to play the same game multiplayer with uh, with different consoles yeah like somebody online that doesn't yeah. own the copy I, of the I, game i.e I, I buy Catan. Yeah. can i play with you even though you don't own Catan? right using because i think if the but game, if i can if access member, you know what my understanding is that if the game is running it recognizes the imprint of that game yeah and therefore it won't allow like you to do it as well but if you let me access, if i'm on your family plan right they're calling it as i'm calling it 
that seems like in my house I should be able to access your Catan. This is an unanswered question right now. And then I, Catan is just the reference because it's one sure, of those games. Sure, that's just what we You can't we play thought. in the same room with somebody. Yeah. And, uh, and it's a game I play a lot. So. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm way behind the times. But um, that would be an interesting... Because there are those games like that. like Or like Magic. You can't play Magic with somebody sure. in the same room. Because yeah. you see each other's cards. Yeah, you see each and other's da, 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 cards. Da, da, and all that. I don't think the game will let you. We're looking at my half of the screen, dude. Yeah. yeah, the game won't let you, will it? I mean, it won't let you do a two-player version. No, no. it's, it's exactly. not. Exactly. And so Magic is another one where it's like right. if if you bought the next Magic, could I just access it through yours and never have to buy it? I don't think it will. I really don't. I think it's going to be... if you, you have to have your own copy of the game to play against another copy of that game. All the all that they've been trying to do when is it comes to, to avoid when it comes to online multiplayer like that. I mean, local, that, yeah. yeah, that's one thing. You're in the same room local playing one game. Oh, yeah, it's probably only local matches. You're probably right because that sort of implies like you could, but it, you're right. It's probably yeah. not because they're not going to let you get away with it that way. I'm sorry, you were I'm sorry. Go ahead. I uh, know. Okay. <laughs> no. What? Huh? All right. Here and here's the here's the other thing. Trade in and resell your disc based games. Yeah, this is the Wait one that's second. got everybody Keep. hot and bothered. There's more. Today, some gamers choose to sell their old disc-based games back for cash and credit. We designed Xbox One so game publishers can enable you to trade in your games at participating retailers. Microsoft does not charge a platform fee to retailers, publishers, or consumers for enabling transfer of these games. So, you can trade your games, but I can't do it like right here, Michael, I'm handing this game to you. You have to go to a retailer that has that functionality and then trade it that way. And they decide who the retailers are. Right. Yeah. So. So, no, you can't just give a friend a game you've already played. You are allowed to gift a game once. Is that not true? Yes, but you have to do it through this. Oh, you have to do it through the retailer. Yeah, the, the game publishers oh, enable okay. you to trade in your games at participating retailers. Yeah, yeah. I th- I heard that you that you were allowed. Oh wait, wait. To here, gift here we game. go. Here we go. Here we go. This this the next part actually. Give games to your friends. Here we go. All right. Uh, Xbox only- One is designed so game publishers can enable you to give your disc-based games to your friends. Uh, there are no fees as a part of these transfers. There are two requirements. You can only give them to people who have been on your friends list for at least thirty days. And each game can only be given once. Yeah. So let's so I give I you that give game. It to you. Yes, but I, then you can't give it to anybody. Then I else. then I have to keep that game forever. Or, or well, could you sell, sell it back to the participating? Or sell it to a retail. Oh yeah, I guess yeah, you could. Yeah, retailer. then you could sell it back yeah, to the retail. Yeah, do that way. Do that yeah. way. Because because that game sucked. Why'd you give it to me in the first place? Because I didn't want it. God um, damn it. So is it possible that GameFly might be one of those quote unquote authorized resellers, i.e. You, they send you the copy of the program, you play it or whatever, you send it back, and then they put it back in their don't, system. Don't really know. I mean, that's kind of how it has to work if they do yeah. implement that. Because right now, if, if all there of is this no implementation is, for rental. Yeah. Yeah, because that's the only way that I could see that Gamefly could continue with their service with it Xbox might, One. It might force them to increase their prices. Though. Oh, that would definitely. In fact, I'll yeah. bet you if they do have that system for Gamefly, Gamefly will probably charge a premium add-on price for Xbox One games. Yeah. Kind of like how Netflix has that premium price for Blu-ray rentals. Oh, do they? Yeah, yep, they do. They, do. Oh, yeah, they charge they like do. an extra two bucks or really, something. I've just been Insta with them for so, so that long. They, if they did it, and again... There's nothing in place right now. There's talks going on. And or yeah, the Xbox has said 
we're thinking about what to do for the rental program. So only so. being able to gift it once, what do we think? Um, you don't own anything anymore. Well, duh. You know, <laughs> <laughs> they really haven't, though. I mean, we've been talking about but even more so now. We've been talking about that yeah, for but, a while. Yeah, but no, you have because I have those discs. I can give it to you. You can give it to someone else. You do own that, and you do have the right to control your property as you see fit. Yeah. Like this is Xbox telling you that you don't have control on your property anymore. Microsoft owns the control of your property. You have limited function with it. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like it's making something as complicated as sharing. Uh, sharing a game with a friend. Well, it's not like, about hey, I really sharing. enjoy this game. You should check it out. It makes it a little more complicated, which is going to hurt. It, it's going to hurt the sales. It's not I mean, about I can't, sharing. That's, that's I can't think of a time where, like, making... Sharing games has brought me to newer games. If that was more complicated, I wouldn't have gotten into Mass Effect or, to as, uh, to, or back into Assassin's Creed. Those are two games that I borrowed from you, Todd, and uh, I, I never got into, and I <laughs> and I love those games, so I hold them tightly, tightly to my chest. Yeah, borrowed. I is, lay uh, next to them. Everybody has a different definition of that <laughs> word, borrowed. But so, no, I I borrowed them. <laughs> yeah. You got them back. Yeah, I bought them and carried on buying on with the series. And you know, I'm I'm a diehard Assassin's Creed fan now, and I you know I'm excited to play the next game that comes out. I would love is- to play another Mass Effect, but they fucking ruined the. <laughs> the series, those bastards. You, those were that. Those were only given once. But the problem is, he can't return it to you. Yeah, there's the real problem. That's the real problem. Like in it, order to, in order for me to borrow that game, so you can't have borrow. to come over, or you sign be, in. Yeah, and then you say play. here, check this game out for a couple hours. Or maybe or I would have to come over. You'd be one of my ten family members. Well, that's what he's yeah, saying. Yeah, but then. When you when your ten kids finally show up and you have to start paying child support for them, you're going to want to be able to get them on uh, the Xbox. I will say, um, who are you? <laughs> I don't remember you. Um, Is it go, too late? Go, Is it go, too late to go to the clinic? No, it's go just, tell your mommy to fuck herself. I, I mean, it, it's well, it's Dad, just, you fucked the first, so hey, you hey, gotta deal I with it. I don't take no lip from no kid. <laughs> it's just capitalism, and it's just them trying to make as much money as they can off of their product. It's. And, uh, and I, I realize that, but it's so... I don't say it's a good thing. Good. I'm just telling you. It's very anti-consumer. It's, yeah. one the it, uh, it's one of the negative... It's one of the negative sides of capitalism. It's a negative thing, yeah. It's one it of the negative like sides, sides of capitalism. Let me go ahead and finish off. There's one more paragraph to the press release, then kind of... Uh, I don't know. And to me, it's, I don't know. To me, it's not all that different than a lot of what Mac does. It's like... There's a lot of things Mac does. Well, you're, they were one of the first to really. Unless you're a Mac user, you are right, and that's part of what's wrong. And if and I, that's one of the reasons I don't like Mac. They are very mm-hmm. much Big Brother. Well, that's their highway. The, the, it's our way. Or the they highway. were really kind of the first to do that in the software industry. Not the first, but they were one of. They and they've the made so much money at yeah. it, and they have such a loyal fan base. They can continue to do that and not lose money. No, it's ridiculous how much people love their Macs. Oh, anyway. This, this uh, last pet paragraph regarding uh, in our role as game publisher, Microsoft Studios will enable you to give your games to friends or trade in your Xbox One games at participating retailers. Third party publishers may opt in or out of supporting game resale and may set up business terms or transfer fees with retailers. Microsoft does not receive any compensation as part of this. In addition, uh, third party publishers can enable you to give games to friends. Loaning or renting games won't be available at launch, but we are exploring the possibilities with our partners. 
As we move into this new generation of games and entertainment from time to time, Microsoft may change its policies, terms, products, and services to reflect modifications and improvements to our services, feedback from customers, and our business partners, or changes in the business priorities and business models for other reasons. We may also cease to offer certain services for products for similar reasons. That That's is the them ex- legally giving themselves an out. Yeah. In Basically, case, we can do whatever the fuck we want. Well, I mean, but no, but what I mean, like they're <laughs> legally, legally giving correct. themselves an out. No, because I because if there's so much backlash from this, which has already really begun, if there's enough, there's potential response to backlash. Yeah, there's if, also, if, it, if it hurts the bottom line, they exactly, might, exactly. They might call it. There's but also, also potential for they will come back and get even more uh, draconian. That's the thing. There's also the potential policy. of like. Well, this is making money. I bet we could make a little more if we and limited it to only eight friends in your circle. And that's uh, <laughs> and that also goes back to that. Uh, it, even though it's not quote always on, you have it does check for internet connection every twenty four hours. If you are not connected in that time, uh, you cannot play your your game. You're blocked from your games until you get an internet connection again. Yeah, that's what I hear. Like, it assumes you've sold those games and you don't want to play them anymore. Yeah, and so basically you can play Blu-rays on it and watch some TV, and that's all you can do with your game system uh, until you check in. If you are at a friend's house, it checks every hour. So after the, if the hour and you're not connected, then, you know, well, you have no to access. Keep your profile sure. being accessed by your friend yeah. if you're not yeah. around. Right. But so it's a 24-hour on that, unless you're elsewhere, then it's every hour. And then, of course, you have, which we discussed earlier, you're always on Connect, even though they say it's, it's just the, the whole product is, 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 as, I, as I mentioned to Jeff earlier, feels like parole. So the machine isn't going to work unless the Connects is hooked up to it. Correct. Yeah, it's, it's correct. You have to do Connect or your machine does not. Work. Although they did release a statement saying that they were, quote, exploring the possibilities for people like who have military service. Um, inconsistent oh, connections, yeah. Yeah. et cetera, um, for for people that are in like a poor internet supported area where you know their connections go in and out. But as again, it it there was nothing definitive. It said they were exploring. I'm gonna tell you right now, in Alaska, this box will not help you at all. Well, majority of people in Alaska don't all live out in the woods, and those that do live out in the woods. Don't get electricity, let alone are they worried about Xbox One. I'm just saying, you just can't They're move out the there Alaska hunting with it. caribou and well, yeah, fighting but, off but bears. You, you want to play Halo with the bears sometimes. <laughs> That's just survival. <laughs> That's just what you do. <laughs> you swoop down yeah. on them from a treetop with yeah. a shotgun. Just a, con- uh, just a contrast. All right? Well, to we, me, I, this is a similar transition as the transition that we went from buying CDs, which are still around. Mm-hmm. But not the way they used to be, and that's exactly to it, going online and people just well. The, but that's MP3. that's the model they're trying to push for. I'm not a fan of it. They I are pushing good for. I think it's a bad model. The digital download, a elimination of the physical media. Yeah, because they, they can make more profit off of it. Yes. Well, it's they can it's charge not it's the not, same, and yeah. you purchase nothing. But it's not just physical. about the profit. It's more about yeah. the control. The companies that release that can now control yeah. that product easier than with a physical media. Oh, no. Yeah, definitely. That's what really bugs me. I don't have a problem paying or I don't have a problem with the idea of uh, of downloading all the games to my to my hard drive. No. If there's a if there's less cost to it, if 
if there's a if there's a, a cost difference, the cost but is the same. they won't. But they're the not. Cost they're is the same. The cost same. is the same because they're afraid of pissing off the physical retailers. Yeah. yeah. If the digital is less, you piss off the Best Buy's fries. That's yeah, true. Well, why would well, you buy the physical? Right. If I you feel can get like the, the game price modeling, the digital download for half the price. There's no reason to get the physical. So when game price modeling, anyways, is foolish. When Assassin's Creed Four comes out. It's going to be $60 for the digital download. It's going to be digital $60 for the physical copy. Yeah. Yeah, they're well, not Even though it costs less to do the digital download. It well, costs a lot less to do, yeah. the, to the, do the digital copy. Well, if you're going to push for such an online world, you've got you've got to you've got to work in those there has competitive markets. Time. There has to be a transitional time. There has to be a transitional yeah. time, and we're going to have to deal. I with mean, that. I think we're eventually now. You were saying get in contrast, I, and I and I really feel this interesting. I I've been an Xbox person yes. uh, since Xbox. Right. Um, PS One was great back when it was just PlayStation. I love that. It got me back into console gaming. But then Xbox was the first console I bought. I didn't buy a mm. PS1. I played one, but I never bought one. I bought an Xbox and then eventually bought the Xbox 360. And uh, I've got friends that have been in, been on PlayStation, and they tried to sell me on it, and I wasn't, I wasn't impressed until last night when I watched the PlayStation, uh, yes. PlayStation 4. And that's where I want to get to because of all the time it took me to go over all that, here's the official line yes. from Sony. Quote, we are equally focused on delivering what gamers want most without imposing restrictions or devaluing their PS4 purchases, said Jack Trenton, the president of Sony Computer Entertainment. PlayStation 4 won't impose any new restrictions on the use of PS4 games. When a gamer buys a PS4 disc, they have the rights to use that copy of the game. They can trade it in the game at retail, sell it to another person, lend it to a friend, or keep it forever. PlayStation 4 disc-based games don't need to be connected online to play. If you enjoy playing single-player games offline, PS4 won't require you to check in online periodically, and it won't be working, won't stop working if you haven't authenticated within 24 hours. The DRM decision is going to going to have to be in the hands of third parties. That's not something that we're going to dictate or mandate or control or implement. Wow, good That's for it. them. And and when I they like, when wow, they PlayStation, when I'm, they said, I'm on board. When they said that in their. Uh, in their press briefing, they're going to place erupted. Did you yeah, see? No, did you see the? A lot of people with that. Did y'all see the video that they did on how to share games? <laughs> they're sharing, yeah. You're like, <laughs> that was so go. good. <laughs> yeah. Step one. Thanks. They got a guy with a game. <laughs> Step one: hand game to friend. His mm. like, takes here you game. Go. Thanks. Done. And That's I gotta it. say, in that, in this, it was brilliant. In this area of the console war, checkmate. Yeah. Well, no, clearly they were like, all right, Microsoft's going to go that way. We're going to go the exact opposite way. But I don't think yeah. they knew that Microsoft was definitely going to go that way. I think that they uh, there was they I had to. Have th known I think there was rumors. I think there was a lot of rumbling. There was plenty of rumbling. Somebody I think in their news. There was something. also rumbling Probably. that PlayStation was going to go that way too. You guys were talking about think, it a year ago. Yeah, I so think they were they were both no on the fence about it. it. <laughs> I want to say they were both on the fence about it, and they saw Xbox and all the all the flack they were going through, and said, "Fuck it, we'll just." I think they saw an opportunity to capitalize exactly, on yeah. the negative. Mm -hmm. Why not? Press. Yeah. And well, and also the realization, I mean, PlayStation especially, Xbox 360 as well, but PlayStation 3, still you can get used games for PlayStation 3 at best buy. Yep. I mean, that's something. Yeah. You know, and or 
and you can still find some PlayStation 2 discs yep. in the world, mm-hmm. and even PlayStation games like at Zia's because they get into more obscure things. But, you know what I mean? It's like you can – not places like that. You sure. know what I mean? But, you know, I mean, it's like – so PlayStation does – has have longevity and has been strong. And I've always been a fan of Sony. I think they are a pretty good company, and they make good products. I know? remember the last time they did the big console unveilings for the PS3, Xbox 360. Yeah. Um, yeah. In, in 05. Sony 06, walked out with such hubris, such yeah. such arrogance, saying, yeah. here's our new system. Its supercell processor is badass, and uh, we're going to charge you $600 for it because uh, Cause cause it, it's worth yeah, it. It's so awesome. It's so worth it. You're we're gonna Sony, it. and you, you, you can't live without it. PlayStation, PlayStation 2, ever. the best-selling console ever. Here is its... Uh, successor yeah. have at it folks and xbox 360 came out saying we appreciate everyone that's bought an xbox here's what we're doing next and it's going to be exciting we don't think you're going to like what we have for you they were almost not gonna say humble but closer to it yeah this sort of year it is the complete exact opposite. opposite well yeah. and xbox definitely from what i understand i've never really dealt with a playstation 3 that much with the online world but xbox clearly made that work better absolutely than the than the playstation did but playstation 2 is was was and is a really good console correct i used to be a playstation guy and i was like "Eh, xbox whatever and then the 360 and i mean as you know i bought a 360 like a year ago Mm -hmm. and i've enjoyed it it's been great partly because of that online world you know so i it sounds like playstation going to try to find a nice balance between the two and just get a better process. And Xbox destroyed the uh, self-published indie games market on their system, that that whole Xbox. And PlayStation was right there picking it up. And it was like saying, oh, really? Look at all these great indie games. Yeah. Not only indie games, but they also have an area for self-published games as well. So, yeah, they've picked up every ball the Xbox has dropped. Yeah. But see, I, I... I know that they've, quote unquote, eliminated Xbox Live Arcade. The, but the they're indie, arcade. It, indie yeah. arcade. Indie arcade. I was gonna say, but they're rolling what, according to the the interview I watched, they're essentially rolling that whole digital model into the entire digital download. So it's not uh, it's not gonna it's be not eliminated, same. but it's not going to be highlighted like it a was before. Entity, yeah. I perhaps they, they haven't focused on, on all I know is that the Xbox indie developers yeah, like the PlayStation o- did. The only Xbox stuff I've seen from them regarding indie developers are better known indie games yeah you know, stuff that that people know well where playstation's like y'all come in so the yeah. equivalent of a hollywood independent film yeah which is not an independent yeah film. exactly yeah. it's a million to four million dollar well probably now minimum three to probably, four million yeah, dollar budget ten, if not thing with you know amy adams and Brad Pitt, but it's an independent <laughs> film. And it's the, yeah, it's that. It is a small film yeah. for Hollywood, but what it's not What was the deal with the self-developed games? I, I didn't really get a chance to read. Uh, basically, the Xbox Indie Arcade. Yeah. As you see now, the, the place that Paul loves to troll and find strange, right. interesting yeah, things. I've got a couple goofy games That's, on there. Those are all kind of self-published. They People create the games, they upload it to Xbox, Xbox takes a percentage. Right. And it's kind of policed by players they the kind community. of rate it as to the violent content and so on and that's kind of the ball that's what xbox has said we're not doing that anymore we're still well, gonna have indie games 
but it's going to be more. Co- it's yeah, going to be what we decide is going to be up there. Right. Yeah. Um, well, there's not enough control in that. And yeah. Like we were saying earlier, they're looking. They're looking. Microsoft is looking for a more controlled system. And PS3 is kind of embracing that instead. Yeah. Interesting. Well, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of people get the PS3 instead of this new PS4. PS4 instead of the new Xbox. They might get the PS3 too. Uh, That's true. Well, it depends on who they're dating. Honestly, though, I would say continue developing games for it. Yeah. I'm sorry. Good point. Um, The price points shocked me as well. I expected the Xbox to to go 500. That 499. That didn't surprise me. But the PS4 is only 399. That was shocking, especially after last year where. PlayStation was like $600. Yeah, that's a reasonable price. Again, the juxtaposition it, from the last console. It's completely opposite. It is crazy. Is it, uh, does <clears throat> the new Xbox have like more uh, storage than the nope. PlayStation? Same storage. The, Same storage. And the, the PlayStation major? 4 has removable. You yeah. can actually replace the hard drive in this where you can in the Xbox. The main difference, the like as far as them. price point right now, is the, the Xbox One requires the connect like you cannot buy it without yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the connect version 2 and PlayStation uh, the PlayStation 4 does not come with the, the PlayStation sensor. I which yeah. is their new connect. dual camera yeah, system sensor. but you can add it on for like 70 bucks so but even still if you, add if it you on, were to buy the two than the Xbox one. yeah it's still like 30 bucks like if you buy the two together it's still like 30 bucks less than the Xbox one interesting and then of course you would do have to buy a second controller but I think it's like also seventy dollars, et cetera. That's, that's pretty I regular. think that's also somewhat indicative of like Microsoft is making a a system that is a a system. It's a controlled yeah. environment, and they're trying to create a controlled environment. And there's mm-hmm. more cost in keeping an environment controlled. And but Sony is doing essentially the same thing right now too. Yeah. They're they're partnering up with Sony Online Entertainment, uh, uh, Sony Pictures. Uh, they're supposed to be releasing original content, a la. You know, Amazon Prime, yeah. uh, Netflix, etc. Yeah. So but that's that's not but controlled not, in the way of like control. No. They're they're but they're at least saying you own this item. You're not licensing this item. Sure. We're letting you buy it like a normal business creates something and lets people buy it, and, and then it's theirs. And they don't have backwards compatibility. Yeah. But because they uh, what is it called a Gaki? Is that the company they bought? Gaikai. Gaikai. Uh, which thank you the uh, system basically uses a virtual machine to play older games so yeah it's there's be able to you'll be able to stream your old ps3 and even older games yeah Yeah. oh so you will be able to play your older games Uh, they said that the streaming capability will be based on the more popular titles at first limited right so and it's no it's not understood yet if it's based on games you already own or if they'll make you buy if you already own the PS3 version of the game. Here's the 200 most popular PS3 games that you can now stream. Yeah. And they made it sound more like a... For an extra price or will it just be like, look, here's proof that I have the disc. Can I play it now? They made it sound more like a cloud streaming, like it's going to be processed in the cloud and then delivered to your box. Yeah. And here's the thing to keep in mind as well. Uh, Even though Xbox has the dominance in the US, uh, that's not the case in Europe and England. And Asia, and, and well, Asia, especially, especially yeah. Japan. Um, well, imagine that Sony. They, they're they're neck and neck in Europe, and yeah. of yeah. course, of course, Japan doesn't play it's Xbox all, it's at all. all. PlayStation. Uh, one thing well, interesting thing that PS4 we, did is they made their new system region free. Yeah. So really, yeah, it is a region free. So you can play games released in Japan on your Xbox. Oh, that is on awesome. Your, sorry, on your PS4. 
That and vice amazing. versa. So th- I can oh, see like that. the discs. Yeah. That so is if incredible. I to get wow. Corsep Saga, it wouldn't matter if it were the American. Yeah, you don't have to. Japanese you don't have to have. I mean, you, some games you probably have to speak Japanese to understand them, but. Well, yeah, I've I've had that happen once or twice with videos, where I was like, "Oh, I'll just get the because you can get the English subtitles," yeah. and so but the menu is like in Korean, yeah. and I'm like, "Oh, I didn't realize so that." So now I have to figure out <laughs> right, which no one deal. of these is English. I mean, it's usually the one that's highlighted says "play," and yeah, you can <laughs> yeah. figure it out. But it was like, <laughs> I think it was my copy of uh, City of Lost Children. Is, oh yeah, is Korean, and I didn't realize, and I was like, "Huh, <laughs> oh well, still the same movie once you get it all subtitled, right?" So. Speaking of cloud gaming, did anybody see that? Uh, you remember how I've said like smart TVs? We're not even going to need consoles in the future. They're just going to stream the games to our TV. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, uh, just uh, yesterday, I think it was. Yeah, I was reading. Uh, LG is is putting in their smart TVs, uh, Ubitus's Game Now service. Okay. So basically, you've got the ability to stream some games directly to your TV without the need for a console. So somebody's already jumped on what I said, yeah. you know. It would be amazing if like LG did that and like made deals with all the major game produce- producers to to get the big games on there. Well, yeah. Just totally wipe the consoles out like didn't even didn't I mean, even give them a it's, guess. It's pretty much all That'd be hilarious. Current generation, not next generation system like games like Devil May Cry 4 and Dead Rising yeah, 2, I, but I don't yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. But still, if I would if in, you know, 2 years you could buy your TV and if you pay an extra five hundred dollars, you could just have PlayStation Four. Well, you'll get the Xbox in your TV. TV. Yeah. Well, they have PlayStation Four. Yeah, PlayStation. And it's an extra the Sony, four or five hundred. The, the next Sony TV will have PlayStation Widget yeah. in it. Oh, I could yeah. see that PlayStation integration on your television. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and there's just a little like. In well, the that's back, that's one thing that kind of or, always bugged me with Sony is they seem to push the you know this works better with the Sony TV mm-hmm. and this works well with the you know Sony blah blah. blah. You you have to all get Sony to make it work well and. You know, well, now I, the technology is to yeah. the point to where I think can some all of that's of, marketing. Here. There's certain amount of standards well, exactly. that <laughs> absolutely. absolutely. There's certain amount Sony. of standards that have been imposed across television platforms and so forth that now Sony has kind of gotten off that hole. Yeah, you know, Diatribe. we're going to introduce our version, and if people choose to adopt it, so be it. They've kind of gotten off and uh, for that you know platform and gotten onto this universal standards that everybody is establishing with the TVs and, yeah. and the the cable integration and so forth. Cable television integration, so they're they're now compatible with all of these. Like um, like RPS three recognizes our Samsung TV, you know, and, and it's you know they've got the Smart Connect features and like it, it pretty much set up all the settings when I plugged it in. Oh, nice! So it was, I didn't really well, have to do a lot of tweaking. And that's what will that's what seems to be bringing me back to Sony is they're not just 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 like we were saying they've done a complete opposite where they're not acting with hubris and. And uh, pushing everyone away, right? They're being like, "Look, we want to play. You want to play? Let's let's make this happen." No, go ahead. You you got something you want All to right, say? All right, go tell. ahead. I can tell. You, you're... No, no, no. I just noticed here on the coffee table, uh, triple oh, feature. Wow. Our our wow. our young master Torgo has um, a purchased a triple feature movie. Uh, Ernest goes to camp. Ernest scared stupid, and Ernest goes to jail. Those are the three best Ernest films. Uh, I guess are there any other they are the films? three best oh, Ernest like films. Oh, that's true. Uh, he paid two ninety nine for it. 
My only problem is I think he overpaid for this <laughs> DVP. Hey, hey. <laughs> I don't know if it's a dollar a piece for those movies. And I saw all three of those films in the theater and that I had a great time. That doesn't mean they're good. Yes, the I had a great time with all of those. And I'd like to thank my girlfriend for leaving that on the table for him to find. Oh, uh, hilarious. No, I mean, Ernest is Ernest. and it Ernest has, is Ernest. Ernest has his moments. It yes. started a little bluer than, than what you're think of a mask. Uh, he's releasing the straight to VHS. Well, well that happens yeah. all the time. Well, yeah. that's like Pee-wee. Pee-wee yeah. was very blue. Very much yeah. like that. But these were all theatrical releases. Yes. The, yes. the rest of the Ernest films were all straight to video. And I never watched all the rest of them, but I remember enjoying Goes to Camp. Mm. Goes to Camp, I saw in the theater. Actually, all three of those. Goes to Camp, uh, Scared I mean, I was Stupid, a younger man, and Goes to Jail. Look, if you're a 12-year-old boy, Ernest is perfect. That's about when I that's enjoyed like, my Ernest. That's kind of where yeah. I'm at now. Yeah, I know. You're hitting a home run. So... <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, get, I can't back wait to, to the, be a twelve-year-old boy. I'm sorry. I just I happen to know. Oh, so I apologize for the. You <laughs> know, speaking of are Ernest, you, are you deep inside your fanny fiction. I guess. I guess. <laughs> Fuck. No, but I was going to say <laughs> I, I, what I was going to say know, earlier. Going back to the Microsoft and Sony thing. Thank you. Let's I move on. I think. <laughs> I think the reason Sony is doing what they're doing is honestly they're playing it kind of safe because they have been behind in the current generation console war. They have been behind the 360, and the company overall, until I think it was late last year, has been losing money. Like, I mean, like hemorrhaging money. Yeah. And they have lost a lot of market share, not just to Microsoft and the 360, but across just the board. General, yeah. Televisions, home entertainment, etc. Like, almost every Sony product has been losing ground to all these other companies. So, my personal opinion on this is Sony is doing this, trying to placate, you know, the the hardcore gamer in a way to regain market share. That's and I mean, smart. obviously, you know, that's what a lot of companies so try to do anyway. They're but giving I think their they're consumers what their consumers want. Oh, there's well, an idea. In as order to make the consumers buy from them. As well, I was yes. saying, aha! In the, in the way that we were, this is a crazy concept, but the, I think it might work. In the way that I was <laughs> saying that the Microsoft plan is. Uh, one of the worst parts of capitalism, Sony's reaction to Microsoft's plan is, is one, one of the, the good parts yes. of the best capitalism. Parts of capitalism. I, you get and this options. is your opportunity to vote you, with your dollars and say Microsoft. Both you of need them to back are providing off your control that are different, and yeah. it's but not a I'm, monopoly. I'm, I'm going to go to PlayStation until you fix your thing over here, and then I'll come back. Because the Xbox does look amazing. What I'm getting at specifically is, I think they're taking a major loss on this console using this. You think of the four hundred dollar price point? There, oh, I, I, it's almost guaranteed I, I'm, they're I'm, losing I'm, money on the console. I'm not certain they're, which they're, is not, yeah. but that's the standard. That's that's, 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 that's standard not uncommon. Console. I mean, yeah. the, the last two generations, it's, it isn't until several years into the production cycle that they actually start making a profit off of and the physical console the themselves. The and plan. they do make the money off the games, but they have over the last couple of years reduced their licensing fees to third party developers to try to attract more people to develop for the PS3. I can almost guarantee you they've carried that over into the PS4, but I think they're taking the short-term profit loss as a major hit in order to increase their install base, which essentially is what Microsoft did with the 360. Yep. And the, the so you're right; they're, they're totally flip-flopped. Yeah. And the word on the streets is that uh, the Sony is developer-friendly. And that only means one thing. If if it's easy to develop for, you're going to get a lot of games for it because people want right. to program for it. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So. 
Well, but is I mean, aren't they essentially the same though? Uh, the like when you get down to the hardware and the architecture, yeah. they're pretty much the they're, same. You're, you're looking at two higher end computers. Yeah, right. Not the highest end, but no. higher. Oh, okay. It's not so possible to be the highest. End of, end of not, day. Not now. Between watching the the two hour two two and a half hour long Xbox reveal and the two and a half hour long PS4 reveal, seriously, I'm you going. Watch both? I watch both. Yeah. I'm going to. I'm. I, I'm. You I'm going to buy a PlayStation. I might even buy a PlayStation Day of, at this yeah. point. Uh, I'm probably going to pre-order. Well, looking at the system, but, the the plan for both right now, I'd rather have the PlayStation. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. it looks like a better console for gaming well, and and for getting games that I want to play. Every tech blog I've read said Sony across the board won this E3. Yeah. yeah. Well, and so they didn't have a lot of games to show off. Well, as far as at least by today, they didn't have a lot of games to show off. There were a lot of tech demos in the booth with the. Uh, the, the tech blogs that I read that, you know, they, they sat down with, you know, whatever engineer yeah. and played around with it, and it wasn't even a completed console version. And let's was, face it, 80% that's, that's, of the games yeah. that are going to come out are coming out for both consoles. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Well, but, I mean, as a casual gamer, because I'm not a fanatic uh, video gamer, I like the idea of being able to go to a GameStop and get used games at a reduced price. And, and not to mention the rental model. Well, there's the rental model if you're into that, too, which is awesome. But And the idea that Microsoft can and probably will keep those second-term used games a little higher in price doesn't seem all that far-fetched. And I think PlayStation is going to keep themselves open to how it works now. And let's face and that's it. more yeah. inviting. Is, you know, the, the very end of the statement that Torgo read from, the, from Microsoft... Essentially, if you read between the lines, they're leaving it open to change it at any time. Yeah. So if the backlash is, well, does continue to rise like it has been over just the last two days alone, Microsoft's probably going to change their policies because it's not like they've never done that before. They've done that how many times with this current console cycle? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. They, with the developers? Sure. So, I mean, who knows? But, like, as of standing right now, today, Sony, the way they're approaching it is far superior to the way that Microsoft is because approaching it. Because it feels like Sony's talking to their consumers and giving the consumers what the consumers want. Yeah. Whereas Xbox is like consumers, you need to come around to our new way of thinking. Well, and this is something that, that Torg and I were talking about earlier before the show is... I think Microsoft is looking too far into the future with this new console. Yeah. They believe they they honestly believe that digital distribution is the future. Well, they're right. For gaming and they, like like they're not wrong. Probably for But they're not addressing but they're not br- the they're mentality. Not, they're not, yeah. They're not bringing us gently into this future. Yeah, exactly. They're trying to drag us into it yeah. kicking and screaming. Kicking, exactly. They're not yeah. addressing the fact that the average console buyer right now is accustomed to a certain purchase model. Yeah. And they're trying to say, you need to forget all of that. This is the way things are going to be from now on, instead of, as you said, gently taking us into that next generation. Well, not only that, and Sony is, hardware-wise, they're prepped for that, but they're still addressing the current yeah. hey, you're game used purchasing to doing model. Way, that's fine. They're like, hey, whichever way you want to buy it, digital download, because the PS4 is... 
doing it, day and date. It, it, yeah, absolutely. New game, and at digital some point, download. people are going to start being like, "Look, I don't want to go to the store. I'm just going to download yeah. it digitally." Yeah. People are people doing that gen- now. Gently get used to it. And eventually, yeah. you're going to have so many people doing that to where, you know, it's not going to be cost effective to even promote a game in a store. Right. It's like that old. So, uh, it's like that old parable about the the frog in the pot of water if you gradually increase the temperature it doesn't realize that it's boiling <laughs> as opposed to i thought it was a you, lobster no it's you a, come from france well, those i guess those two but it's it's like ah! it's it really to me feels like sony is gradually turning up the temperature yeah. I mean, they're gonna you, they're gonna um, get there eventually sure just so but it know. feels like right now they dropped the frog in the boiling pot for microsoft that's if, what they if you put a chocolate anus yeah. in a warm <laughs> A uh, bit of water and gradually increase it. It'll it'll notice the chocolate anus. <laughs> it will respond. Chocolate anus knows. It, it'll it is, eventually melt. I'm just saying a chocolate anus is smarter than a frog. That's so all I'm saying. There there were moments though watching the PS4 uh, reveal where I just kind of got lost with the tech talk. They got kind of techy. Sure. At moments there, where the PlayStation, where the Xbox, I mean it was fantastic. The Xbox reveals were great. The, sh- the show I wasn't overwhelmed was with the great. Xbox reveal. Oh, I thought the show was great. I thought they put on a good show. They did put on a good but show. But at the end of the day, I was like, well, you're just not giving me what yeah. I want, though. Yeah, when I when I reevaluated what they showed me, because they basically I showed mostly exclusives yeah. on that. And uh, when I went back and reevaluated, I'm like, you know, these are games I'm not exactly excited for. Yeah. These exclusives. Titanfall? I mean, I'm ex- you get to be Titanfall? A, you get to be a robots? Yeah. That looks fun. You get to yeah. be a soldier or a robot. I know, or both. yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's it's a um, new a new form of Call of Duty. You, yeah, okay. you get a lot of Call of Duty games coming out. Yep. What was the That's um, what we got. Oh god. I, I totally blanked out on the name of the game. Um uh, for which reveal? For Conquer well, Bad Fur Day. The, the three it was on the Xbox One reveal where like Earthworm Jim. time was frozen um, and it was Oh, the, the quantum uh, quantum uh Yeah. Quantum Masalis. No, quantum it's the Quantum, it's the quantum head. show. Yeah, I know which one you're talking about. Yeah. I will say that some of the most amazing digital actors I've ever seen. That one <laughs> looked good, but I can't honestly. I, I went through and watched all of the the reveals separately after I watched the entire Xbox reveal. I went and looked at all the different game trailers again, and I just there wasn't anything that made me go, "Oh my god, I have to own that." Yeah, it was just kind of like, eh. I probably wouldn't buy that. Honestly, what makes me eh. want to own it is not for the gaming anymore. I, 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 I think the idea of connect, connect enable viewing is pretty interesting. And now I, I want to know I, how how it'll work when I connect my PS4 to it. Will that? Will that uh, <laughs> connect PS PlayStation? Get a singularity and we all die. <laughs> a, a wormhole just yeah. opens up in the middle of my television. That's and crossing the streams, in. babe. You can't cross the streams. <laughs> we all know. Uh, don't and the quantum the game, which we can't remember the name of, but the quantum is in there somewhere because you have to put quantum in. Yeah. In Ride the quantum chocolate anus. Ride that was it. That's what it's called. Ride the quantum chocolate anus uh, <laughs> is going to have a television oh. aspect as well. Yeah. It's a good Where game. You ride your the chocolate quantum anus on your magical chocolate anus unicorn. And, of course... <laughs> You know, and it takes you. Uh, that's called Peggle Two. The Halo fan <laughs> in me, the chocolate Peggle Two, anus unicorn. The Halo fan in me was tickled about the Halo Five, but the the they, teaser trailer they didn't officially call it Halo no, Five. No, they didn't exactly. They did not call it officially. Ta- they actually didn't give it any name. They should call it Halo yeah. One. I'm yeah. sensing it's just is it was it for the TV show? I'm, I'm was sensing it, maybe, but this it gave game wasn't it gave no indication of what it's going to be. Yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> 
Is that basically like now Master Chief is just going from planet to planet, righting our wrongs, <laughs> trying to get back to the uh, planet? It's it's basically kung fu. The oh, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah the, that's the right. It's kung fu. He's just gonna wander, and he's got he's got the grasshopper in his hand. Yeah, is is uh, uh what's her name? Jeff. Yeah. The what? The who's grasshopper. the uh, Chitara. No, the digital girl. Core. Coriolanus. Coriolanus. The digital girl in in in, 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 Quantum in, in Halo. Ziggy? Oh. No, Halo. Oh, Cortana? What Cortana, that? thank What you. is Coriolanus? I thought we were on Quantum Leap. What flavor chocolate like, wow, anus is that? That's where they put the Rice Krispies in the Is center. that the... Yeah. It's, it's oh, can you get sprinkle covered? Maybe Coriolanus. So uh, you all, can if you go to certain areas of Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> hey, speaking of Quantum Break. That was the name of the was game. How was Alaska? God. Quantum Break, yeah. Yeah, Quantum Break. So we'll have a TV show aspect I've ever had. Yeah, involved. Really? Now, yeah. what he was talking about how TV like with gaming. how how your your gaming will affect your TV show. Yeah, was interesting. Does that mean I'm going to watch a show and be like, "Hey, did you see Quantum Break?" No, I think you didn't because I played it and you played it differently. I think it's that whole you know it's it's got that choose your own adventure aspect. Is it, so yeah, that is that what it's going to be? It's it's going to the decisions you make. Well, I mean, if you talk about that whole. The notion of quantum realities and parallel universes, yeah. where every decision you make com- forms in a completely new universe, because mm-hmm. all of your decisions branch off from there. Like if you had made one decision, you skew into a completely different like the d- parallel Bureau. dimension, etc. So you would have these infinite number of uh, parallel universes based on the tree branches of decisions you make. So I think that was kind of what they were trying to say. So it's like every decision you make is going to completely change. The way that your show goes, if I'm reading it right, who knows? I could be it's compl- right now. Yeah, it's yeah. Right now it's I so could cryptic. be. I could completely. I could be completely off base here. I could be completely wrong about this. But there's TV involved. But yeah, there's TV involved. And, you know, uh, let me just run through a few uh, things from the various press conferences we haven't hit yet. All right. Um, let's see. <laughs> uh, they're getting rid of Microsoft points now. Now going to an actual dollar about model. Time. That, I, I, I think so. is. I mean, that's the way that the PlayStation Three had done it. I think that's. I think that's the way to go. Uh, yeah, starting right now, uh, for your Xbox Live Gold members, you will start receiving two free games uh, per month. Per month. Up until the release of Xbox One. Right now, there's one available. If you uh, Assassin's Creed 2 is, is one of is them. It's coming up in July. Oh, that one comes up in July. That one comes up in so July, and Halo 3 is coming in July. Halo right 3, now, okay. you can that's download Fable 3 for free. I'll have to oh, take a okay. look. So Maybe. I can't remember if I'm a cult member or not. You are. You are. <laughs> you are. If you're playing online, yeah. you are. Oh well, then yeah, yeah. I should um, get some free games. So yeah, download your free game. That's good. Is great. Hey, yeah. hey, why didn't we start out with that news? That's important. Because news. you're about to leave the couch to start downloading games, <laughs> and we needed you here <laughs> yeah. for all the chocolate-covered anus oh, jokes. Now this it. is something that PlayStation Three has had with their PlayStation Plus for a while now. Well, it makes download sense. Download I mean, games yeah. for free. How about a little, you yeah. know... And you're not even paying for the PlayStation. No, for PlayStation Plus you Oh, are. plus you do, yeah. yeah. How about yeah. a little something-something for but it my, doesn't, you know, extra cash? Yeah, you yeah. can yeah. spend money. So now you're going to get a little get something. something but the problem is, like... And, and and I know this is why they do this. They're really not losing money on this because most of the people that have an Xbox Live Gold membership are spending already have these games or have already played and defeated these games. Oh, yeah. So this is only really going to benefit new owners. Which I thought was kind of weird. They released another reiteration of the 360. Yeah, that's right. Redes- a new one. A third redesign. Well, right. we knew that. Yeah, that, that's. We, we knew that. I didn't know that going in. We talked about I that was, last week. 
Jeff yeah, we talked about a new Jeff quieter. Uh, maybe you, maybe you did. No, no, no. We talked about. We talked about. Oh, okay. You're right. So were you at home? <laughs> we you we talked about it last week, guys. You were at home with the cardboard cutouts. You were at home with the cardboard cutouts. Cutouts again. And you did your own show. You've got a whole cardboard cutout version of the show. We talked about. I did. We talked about the Xbox One was going to be quieter. Put little girls' panties on all the cardboard cutouts. We talked about that they would have a new 360 that would be quieter. We did. We we mentioned it. Yeah. At, at home. No, I'm sure you did. On my right. own. Yeah. But there were cardboard cutouts of each of you. <laughs> did anyone respond? Let, let me ask uh, you. Honestly, the crazy part is they all had better conversation I, than me. I Again, like, it's just like the regular show. You sure you don't just run like the show? The regular I feel show. like you might run the show at home. I feel like you might, No, no. You just sit there quietly. I just sit there quietly and listen to the cardboard like, wow. cutouts. These guys have great, wow. great points of view. That's, yeah. That's just running the board. And then, and then my girlfriend comes home. I hear the door jiggle. I'm like, oh, crap. And do I have you, to hide them all in the Do you panic when we add a new person? When they're like, hey, we're going to have a guest. Now you got to make a whole new cardboard cutout. You have to sneakily get a picture of them so they don't know. He just Honestly, has the I have I have just I have just a blank you just cardboard like a cutout, just a and then I just put the face on with a big. Oh, X I just tack the, the face, face on. So Cost it's not that big a deal. Just for guests, yeah, just for guests. Everybody else, I've actually got clothes that you might have. Wow, you wonder where your socks go in the dryer? Yeah, I do. I have I them. Was the, missing one today. That yeah. makes sense. And now. then you yeah. what, you do put little girls' panties on all of us, right? Yeah. Well, after well, I'm done wearing them myself, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're a disturbing man, Mike. Uh, so we talked about it on the show last week. The first free-to-play <laughs> Xbox 360 game, uh, World of Tanks, is in the works. That's that's interesting. I'm curious to see how the free-to-play model works on the on the 360. Uh, some of the games showed off uh, Crytek's Rise, Son of Rome, Insomniac, Sunset Overdrive. Uh, Killer Instinct is oh, coming back. Overdrive. This is the game that, like, when you're not playing, your system's going to be playing. And the cloud computing is going to be out there learning to get better. This is where uh, Skynet comes in. Yes. And it's just going to be a, a persistent world. A driver sim that's trying to make better race cars have, that are going to end up taking over humanity. Have these people not seen The Matrix uh, or I know, Terminator? Right? Do not give that much computing power to AI. It's too late. Uh. It's too late. There's a guy talking to uh, the United Nations about this right now. Really? Well, yeah, there's a guy that's going in front of the United Nations is, warning that's them. In the, that's in the news somewhere? Seriously? The, the news I have is like We're talking not too even geeky to get there. to that stuff? No. Oh, okay. So there's so we'll much news this week. Uh, well, you and Jeff found it necessary to spend 20 minutes on the price of tickets to the Las Vegas. <laughs> uh, I love how went from like two minutes <laughs> to four minutes to ten minutes to 20 minutes. So on the website, <laughs> yes, I clicked on the I clicked on the 52 right. option, and then it said, "I don't, like, don't hey, cut mics, like but I'm VIP? thinking about it. I, I understand. And I was like, yeah. "I really oh, do." Lordy, lordy. I don't know. And then, and then now you can't click on the Stanley upgrade. All right, you so have to go to the other website. So no, November really? okay. is when the game system comes out. The, uh, <laughs> both, the, uh, both systems in November. Well, both sh- systems come out in November for sure. Xbox One. I, have, I, have we have got an official announcement? Yet? I mean, I got to uh, think for sometime the in November. Yeah, they were okay. saying they were saying uh, five hundred dollars, four ninety nine uh, U.S. Uh, five hundred euros in Europe and four hundred and thirty pounds in the U.K. Basically, if you want to buy the Xbox One in Europe, it costs you six hundred and thirty dollars. Weird. So yeah. So it's even more expensive. As much as the uh, PlayStation 3 was when it uh, came out. Right. Because the Xbox is made in Mexico? Come on, guys. Sure. It's closer. It's easy oh, to get Oh, that here. makes sense. It's the trucking. Yeah. It's exactly. the trucking. It takes a long time to truck you've across tunnels. Tunnels. You've got to ship something. It's tunnels. They have like conveyor belts on tunnels. Yeah. Just oh, right the ocean? 
No, 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 no. From Mexico under up the, to, up under to the, the US. fence. No, sure, sure. That's how they're getting them to America. No, I'm talking about having to truck it from Mexico uh, across the Atlantic because you know submersibles. No, and no, no, no that's expensive. It's yeah, that that's James Bond car. No, no they yes. that that did that. They that was an expensive car. They use ships. It was a Lotus. They use ships or planes. Yes. Since when? They they probably use large cargo ships that then get you know. Well, if they go into Alaska, they, yeah, but they if they're get, going to Europe, they get they hijacked drive. by pirates. You don't drive. They drive on the underground, on the underwater highway. The tunnels, like you said. <sighs> I can't believe drive. I have to explain this to you. Can we move on to something else? Sony! <laughs> uh, let's see what they had. That's something anything else. Anything else they had on there that uh, we kind of missed? Not a really. Uh, I think we hit about Sony everything. Sony had the uh, Mad Max. They did have the Mad Max video game. Mad and Max video uh, game. they did say that. There was uh, a preview of that. Although this will also be coming to no the play. 360 uh, Elder Scrolls Online. They did show that. Elder Scrolls Online. So, was good, yeah, it was going to be 360. So that means a premium, always persistent online world game is yeah. coming to the consoles. And if you've got to play it, I'd, I guess play it on the PS4 would be nicer than playing it on the 360. So, and that's the PS1. See, I'm going to be doing that forever. Yeah, I've got to do the I Elder Scrolls. The Xbox PS1. One. The X-Bone. X-Bone. It's so easier <laughs> to think of it than the X-Bone, especially now. Because you're getting boned. All right. Yep, and and the you only thing I've really got gotten X-boned. from uh, Nintendo is that uh, uh, they revealed the games that re- that are playable at the company's E3 special events at Best Buy this week. Uh, so if you want to try out Mario Kart 8, Super Mario 3D World, Donkey Kong Country, Tropical Freeze, and Legend of Zelda: Wind Waker HD demos are playable from so that- 4 to 8 p.m. local time on Wednesday, June 12th, and 1 to 5 p.m. local time on Saturday, June 15th at your local Best Buy locations. So we know where Paul will be this weekend. Probably give him a shot. He might give it a shot. Yeah. He might. Yeah, he might. If, if he, he if, might if, walk out the door for yeah, that. If, if he can, face the if he can staunch the bleeding. If his oozing sores yeah. are not too painful. Oh, ew. <laughs> ew. All right. And the only other uh, video game news I even want to bring up, uh, the new Star Wars Battlefront game was announced by EA. Yes. It was announced. There was there was, there was a there teaser was trailer best. Teaser. You guys, You're not going to see it until 2015. You guys speak likely. well of the last Battlefront, don't you? Battlefront, yeah. Yeah. yeah so okay. I, I, I pretty much enjoyed all the Battlefronts. Yeah. They were all good. That's what I've seemed to feel. Call of Duty Star Wars is what you're looking at. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. And wasn't, uh, it was developed by one of the, the Battlefield. Dice. The Battlefield. Uh, Dice. Yeah. Yeah, they did Battlefield, uh, Battlefield uh, and Mirror's Edge, so they, you know, pedigree's good. There you go. Uh, that so, you, if you're not into video games and you follow us this long, hey, I got something for you. Got a few things. <laughs> you lucky dog. A couple shoot. of nuggets. That was crazy on, video game talk. It was, but it was. It, I mean, it, it needed is, to be done. This is the week of E3. This How could you yeah. not do it? Yeah. Yeah. It had to be yeah. done. It had to be addressed. Much like last week was all about Star Trek, this week was all about E3. Uh, well, last week was more about what. The Xbox. The fanny last week out. was all about we talked. We talked about yeah. uh, cupcake recipes. Yes, did we? Yeah, did we? apparently yeah. so. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, you have a here. great one, by the way. I Do really I? appreciated those. Why? Those thank you. Off- I've been working on uh, the cupcake. Avocado <laughs> instead of egg. What a what a what an ingenious ingenious way um, to uh, to add flavor, uh, just so you and know, depth and texture. Just so you know, I, so I would never use avocado in anything. I I want to listen to your show. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know, sometimes I do have trouble falling asleep. So, <laughs> uh, before his death in 1975, Rod Serling had written a script called The Stop Along the Way. The story is a virtual unknown. In fact, the only mention of it comes from Serling's final interview. When he asked if he had a script he had a special feeling for, Serling mentioned this uh, story saying, quote, and then one that I just wrote called The Stop Along the Way, which is, I think, a lovely script, unquote. 
And now the script is going to be developed into a limited series by Bad Robot Productions. Yes, J.J. Abrams will be producing. So it has been script. found as an actual script. Yes. It wasn't just screwing with people. No, they're expanding it into, <laughs> yeah, right? Or maybe they're just saying this, and J.J. Abrams did right, one yeah. more thing. Great marketing. Gave this us is, this is, this is really yeah. just a continuation of Lost. <laughs> oh, wouldn't that be awesome? Yeah. Where's Paul now for that? That I'll would be great. Yeah, there's a good idea. Dude, that, that, that's like the ultimate... You know what? With Lost. Like, like think, guess what? The show's over. It's just on hiatus. Yeah, just on hiatus. Next season. Here is it back. By the way, I had a great idea for a show that I think Paul would like a lot. Yeah? If you just put Lost in Smallville, I think Paul... <laughs> I think that's what you should call it. Yeah, just Lostville. Lost in Smallville. <laughs> Small Lostville. Sure, why not? <laughs> you know, that whole... Lost that, in Smallville, SG-1. SG-1. <laughs> Which he still has yet to watch a single episode of. <laughs> <laughs> gonna give Jeff I an aneurysm. Like you know that uh, that I whole JJ like uh, Abrams plan. camp, the Bad Robot production camp, is really expanding. Because uh, <laughs> you think? Well, no, no. But I mean, yeah, like four no, TV but I mean, shows. Like, but I gotta no, say, I'm not talking about like directly they what they work. produce. But like, um, for example, uh, I went and saw Now You See Me last night. Yeah. And yeah. How was it? It was not bad. Looks like it was not fun. bad. Yeah. It was it was a fun little romp. There you go. I wanted to check it out. It was entertaining. Uh, a fun little but rum. what I was getting at is like when they were doing when they were doing well, the I opening think. credits, you know, when they show the different production companies, that they had they had KO Paper Productions, which is Roberto Orsi and Alex Kurtzman's production company that essentially spun off um, from Bad Robot. It's like their okay. own company, and because they have become you know mm. so popular now that they have yeah. their own separate production company, yet they still work with Abrams on Bad Robot and then that stuff. So I just thought that was kind of interesting. And then I'm trying to remember uh, uh, Carlton Coos and... Um, uh, That's my favorite last name Coos. ever. <laughs> uh, the other guy, the other guy, that uh, the writer from Lost that I just, his name is escaping me right now. Uh, Jonathan uh, Cunt? No. <laughs> oh, it's going to hit me later on and I'm going to kick myself. You hope it hits you later. Yeah. <laughs> Richard Vagina? <laughs> Damon Lindelof. Richard Vagina? <laughs> but Damon Lindelof and, and Carlton Coos have their own production company now, too. Coos. Carlton Coos of our days. Yeah. No. Anyhow, uh, but yeah. no, it's nice to see. No, I'm on a couch with children. But no, when did you first realize? I mean, but that's indicative of of what's all you know. That's been throughout Hollywood history. Sure, it's like sure, you get a I mean, team of creative people that are really good, and then they want to expand, and they all want to do their own projects. But that, but I meant like results in a, a canon of really solid yeah. work, which is nice. Yeah. But what it's I, nice but to see what's what is I think the most nice about it is with the amount of direct that is out there right now, and a lot of the yeah. re complete rehashes. That there is that core of you know this group of people that have known each other for a long time that Please, you know started off and, yeah. and 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 are yeah. doing some creative original things as opposed to just rehashing everything yeah like you know the main Hollywood system I guess is what I was kind of getting at but yeah. anyway I'm off on a tangent but. Ever since his debut in 2002, Bill Willingham's Vertigo comic book series, Fable about fairy tale characters living a life in exile from their homelands seemed like a property ripe for adaptation. In 2004, Warner Brothers tried a film treatment that died on the vine, since been a possible TV series at both NBC and ABC, both of which have a current hit fairy tale theme series, Grimm and Once Upon a Time, respectively. Now it looks like the movie engine is revving once again. 
according to THR. Uh, director Nicolaj Arcel, who made the Oscar-dominated Danish period film A Royal Affair, uh, co-starring Hannibal's Mad Milkinson, is now attached to direct the latest attempt at the film adaptation for the series, which will be scripted by Jeremy Slater, who worked on the Fox's upcoming Fantastic Four reboot, uh, David Heyman, who served as producer on all eight Harry Potter films, and Jeffrey Clifford of Heyday Films, which also helped bring the Potter films to the screen. So, huh. Fable's coming with a little pedigree. So, Fable... I never read Fable. Fable. Good, work. Good Amazing work. cover artwork. Oh, yes. Very yeah. much so. I, like, I, a buddy of mine actually had a, like a coffee table book that was all of the cover artwork from that. That's nice. That's book and that series. And then like uh, different versions as they were finding what would be the best for each cover. So it was a sort of behind the scenes. The variance. And, and a look at the the process of how they gorgeous, gorgeous if artwork just on the cover yeah. of those. I've never really cracked one open. Uh, but it doesn't would, look like that on the inside. No, it never does. No. It's one of my frustrations with a lot of those books. I'd rather just have the artwork on the cover look like what it's going to be inside because takes so long to make a comic book i know and so to me it's like but you know what i'm saying like yeah. one of the reasons you buy it is because you'll get the artwork on the cover sure if it's sealed you can't yeah. take a look inside it's not yeah. always sealed but you know yeah, i buy my albums the same way well yeah it's, sometimes you do <laughs> you buy albums because you like the cover yeah that's why i bought my first squirrel nut zipper album that makes sense i was like that's a good cover and it's a funny name let's see what they got to do Oh, what was that yeah, one? Good the Beach Boys and I enjoyed album it. You know? that had the crazy Pet Sounds. The, like Pet Sounds legendary. Expanded like to the three different panes, and it was like, oh, is that the the, the, uh, the the cartoony the faces were, one? Yeah, yeah, where the faces oh, were kind of en- like carbon. endless summers. That yeah. 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 yeah, I remember my dad got that. I spent hours just looking at that cover, just like flipping it because it's like it's two sides and it folded out into like a three pane. And yeah, I, I think it was three discs if I remember correctly. And I was, I mean, it's been nice because when the CDs first came around. The artwork just sort of died a little bit for a while, and it's been yeah. nice in the last 15 years or so, where 10, 15 years, where people are like, oh, we can still do really creative and interesting artwork just on a smaller scale. And yeah. It's been really nice to see. Well, so. it's almost like they had to to get CD sales to go back up because of the digital downloads. People yeah. weren't going to the store and buying the discs anymore. It's like, what can we do different? Oh, album art. It's like, Duh. It all Dead. comes back around. Deadline reports that Benicio Del Toro has signed on to James Gunn's Guardians of the Galaxy to play, quote, a character that is built to be part of future Marvel films, which means he has signed a deal with options that put him into multiple movies, unquote. Although the character he'll play is shrouded in mystery, rumors are swirling that he could be playing Thanos, the big bad mysterious villain who appeared at the end of the credits at last year's hit, The Avengers. Uh, Del Toro's casting follows the announcement that former Doctor Who companion Karen Gillian has also been cast as the main female baddie of the intergalactic flick, along with pushing deities Lee Pace, who will play in the main villain. With a huge cast that also boasts Glenn Close, Chris Pratt, Zoe Saldana, Michael Rooker, David Bautista, and John C. Riley, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy is shaping up to be a hell of a movie. Yeah. Uh, I think it's interesting. We We don't know who Karen Gillan's character is either correct not yet we just know that she's a villain villain that much we know i don't we don't even know who del toro's playing and we del don't know toro. who del toro's playing i like i'm hit or miss del with del toro, toro. i like oh, del yes. toro a lot but Huge uh, fan. he can he's also been mostly miss with me the yeah last few he, yeah he can overact sometimes I'm especially especially when giving like given like a genre film he can tend mm-hmm. to just kind of 
Overdo I'm, it. I mean, I well, I mean, traffic. He's amazing. In. Oh yes, good yeah. In traffic. That, that's kind of like the quintessential. If you give him a usual good suspects, role, he's awesome. In. Yeah, he's good. Uh, but he can things I lost in a fire. Oh man, is that a good movie? And he's really good in that. I haven't seen uh, that one. Yeah, it's pretty. What, what's, what's your thoughts with uh, over, what's an overacting movie? Of what that? movies has he done? Uh, what was the one? Savages was one I recently oh, saw I didn't with see him. That. I didn't see that. And he just overhammed it. Okay. Yeah. And uh, license to kill. <laughs> He's pretty uh, good yes, in layer cake go too. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ronald D. Moore's newest series, Outlander, has been finally green lighted. Stars has given a series order for the romantic time-traveling drama series based on the very successful series of seven books by author uh, Diana Gabaldon. An eighth one is due out this year in the book series. The project spearheaded by Moore and Sony Pictures TV will now go ahead and develop a 16-episode series with production starting this October in Scotland. This story follows Claire, a married World War II nurse who steps back in time to 1743, where she's thrown into sweeping adventures, as well as into the arms of Jamie, a romantic and chivalrous young Scottish warrior. It's like Voyagers. <laughs> well, Devil be excited. Except is... without the uh, the Jufrophilic ideas. Yeah. <laughs> the Paul, as Paul put it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Did you watch Voyagers, Mike? No. No. Okay. But Paul did put it as a joke. I loved that show when I was a kid, but I look it's at it true. back now and I'm like, God damn, why did I like That's this true. show? It's true. It's a good show for a, for a kid. nine-year-old. Absolutely. Yeah. I loved it. I mean, there's so many shows I go back and oh, look yeah. at now and I'm just like, wow. You cannot go back. This, Yeah. Uh, speaking of going back, uh, Matt Smith won't be. He will leave the role of the eleventh uh, Doctor of the Doctor Who franchise after 2013's Christmas episode. Yeah, really? That, I thought that's a year ahead of when he said he was going to do it. That's no, uh, supposedly yeah. his last one. He hasn't wow. been doing it that long, has he? Uh, uh, a couple of years, years what, yeah, three years, three, yeah, three, yeah, three. If not, maybe four. Which and, you know, longer than Eccleston's run. Yeah. yeah, it was longer than Eccleston's. That's really the kind of the bar where you yeah. set the bar. It's like, well, he did he did more than Eccleston. <laughs> yeah, if he lasts more than more than a year, we're we're glad. Yeah, and we're like, wow, he's he's really committed to it. Um, I think yeah. I think Christopher Lee should be the next uh, Doctor. Christopher Lee. <laughs> <laughs> that would instead be of going younger, they go older. Yeah, I would, be I, I would find it interesting. I would yeah. like to I would like to see that. I I kind of miss because I wasn't I wasn't around for the the original the Carmageddon original, Doctor. Yeah. Crotchety doctor. I'd yeah. like to see that. Crotchety doctor. I mean, Matt the- kind of acts like a crotchety doctor sometimes. Hi. Well, I mean, you, you, hi. This is crotchety doctor. They're still yeah. Did you have a problem? Old, well, they're yeah. trying to. They're crotchety trying to doctor, capture so you the go essence through of shingles. all the different. I came yeah. to see your shingles problem, <laughs> Mister Mattingly. I'm crotchety doctor. I only deal with things that happen. I'm in sure the Paul went to the jock area. doctor. The doctor. The doctor. <laughs> ah. If you see what you got on your back there, some fucking, you know, little... Deal with the sores. taint. You got some pussy sores. I ain't touching that. Yeah. Yeah. Get out of here with your pussy sores. The anus and the, uh, the crocodile area. That's what I deal with. That's all I deal with. <laughs> Dr. Crotchety, that's my name. Here's my card. Uh, I'm sad Pardon to see Matt smell. go. I'm excited yeah. to see what new stuff is coming I thought from that, the series. I thought on... I guess I must have misread that article on BBC that he was going to do one more season now or one more series excuse me that's how they put got the christmas episode and that's it boom actually well there's there, there they're starting the, up yeah. they're starting up something in november and well, then the yeah. they have the christmas episode the yeah the 50th anniversary. anniversary one and then the christmas yeah that pissed me off when i was watching the it's like coming in november and i'm like god damn it i gotta wait till november yes you do which i'd love to talk about it but 
you know, so many people in this room have not seen the current finale from well, like, correct. a I month have. ago. I have. By so many, he means me and you. I don't. I, that's half the room. Like, you guys that's half the room. Watch it. You're like an entire series behind. That's aren't half you? Yeah, the room. Yeah, the last that's time I saw was the Neil Gaiman one. So God I got damn. You're there's, behind. There's, there's, an, there's already been there's another only twelve Neil episodes. Episode. There's only twelve episodes, but you know I have a whole uh, four thing. seasons of Enter- of Enterprise to watch first. Oh, because that's not on like Blu-ray or anything. <laughs> right uh, there on the shelf. What? Just one season. No, Enterprise does a different song. I don't care. Yeah, it has a lame song. <laughs> it's been a long road. God damn that song. That's like a That I, song deserves painful death. That's like a buddy of mine. Have you ever heard the original Rod Stewart version? I don't know. I don't I know do I intend to. I thought that was the original Rod Stewart <laughs> no, version. I didn't uh, know that was Russell covered by something somebody else. A buddy of mine was watching uh, Firefly and he could not get over the theme song for that show either. You know, just, every time it would come out he's like, "God, this fucking theme song." He's, I hate. You this can't theme take the sky song. from me, man. He hated that song. The He's theme like, song came before the show. It was from yeah. the theme song that that Josh wrote the rest of the show. He wrote, and that's him recording it. I understand. Schmaltzy. It's a little schmaltzy. It's a little yeah. It's not. It sounds like a love song by committee. It sounds like the Enterprise theme song sounds like something you hear at the end of a Disney ride in Epcot. Well, that wasn't going to be the actual theme Welcome for Enterprise. If you ever listen to the end credits of Enterprise. There's this kind of... Yes, uh, that's a fine theme. And in fact, if you go back and watch the very first episode, the theme that's kind of throughout that episode was supposed to be the opening theme for the TV show until they came across this. They're like, oh, hey, the lyrics all make sense. It has been a long road getting from there to here. That's That's what the the show show is about. Because these are the people making decisions. A beautiful orchestral score that Star Trek's always had. Let's do this schmaltzy... uh, Shingle yeah. jelly bean pop song. Oh, wow. Okay. I was like, because, yeah, I mean, if you think about it, because mm, the yeah. theme for Voyager was Delicious, really, really good. That was, um, um, Jesus, my brain is just suddenly shut down. Um, uh, I'll think of his name in a second, but the composer that did that had done for the movies and, yeah. um, uh, Goldsmith, Jerry Goldsmith okay. did, uh, inter- uh, makes uh, sense. Voyager. Did Voyager. And it, it it sounds like him. You got the you yes. got the timpani it's, drums. You it's, got dum, dum. it's epic yeah. exploration it's full, orchestral music. Yeah, full deep rich orchestral theme. And then it's been a long road. Oh, God damn that! And you're like, what? 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 <laughs> they were trying to do something different and just failed yes. miserably. Uh, boy. Uh-huh. Does that? And you know what? Uh, I'm watching Enterprise because. The Star Trek movie got me so excited. I wanted to watch more okay. Trek. Never saw Enterprise really, so I'm going to give it its, its time of day it. yeah. a, a, on its own merits. Um, but I have to ask: Does that theme song remain through the entire series? Oh, it gets better. Fuck off! All right, that's hilarious. <laughs> when you get to, I think it's the middle of season three, they reorchestrate the song. So it's dubstep. Made it make it make it a little up, more upbeat, little peppier, and it is goddamn awful. So they gleed it. Yeah, <laughs> it's like they completely changed like the background music to make it a little supposed to be a little bit more, uh, you know, up steps. Like oh. they didn't hear the collective groan from society. No. A- apart from the song, are you enjoying? Yeah, yeah Enterprise. I'm really actually enjoying it. And honestly, I'm surprised they didn't go back to the original written orchestral theme. Yeah. After the first season, because fan uproar was crazy yeah. about that theme song. Yeah. Like I mean, a, Faith of the Heart was 
terrible, yeah. terrible choice. And that's what Microsoft. I'm sorry. That's what. Yeah. That's Russell what, Watson that's was what the Xbox guy One has it. faith of the heart. Because <laughs> the song was written by somebody else, originally performed in a movie by Rod Stewart, or performed for a movie by Rod Stewart. Um, Shame on all involved. Paramount secured the rights to the song, but not to the Rod Stewart version. So they had this Russell Watson guy come in and perform it. All right, and I get to see his name plastered over every opening credit. Yep, performed by So I'm reminded of the song I just saw and hated. All right, that's why I always hit the chapter forward when that after the uh, the uh, the the uh, teaser so go right into the episode. Lame. Boss fight books. Now we're going somewhere. Boss fight books. Boss boss fight, fight, fight books. 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 Uh, it was started by Ga- uh, Gabe Durham, a writer and editor in Los Angeles, and Ken Bauman, who is a writer, publisher, and actor. Uh, a comparison to the thirty-three and a third book series. Have you ever seen these in your like local bookstore, little indie shop? Carry these. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're, they're yeah. short books about classic albums and their influence, just on like yes. a specific, like a book about pet sounds. Small books, maybe. Uh, Hundred pages tops, huh? Yeah, because I, I always want to pick about up a pixie uh, pixie album. Or I've a, never seen. I've those. always wanted to pick up the one on uh, Zeppelin's. Uh, I think it was Zeppelin one. Yeah, and then there's another one about uh, U2's Octung Baby. And there's loads of them. Yeah, there's, there's tons of them. That's kind of so a neat online, idea. You can yeah. find them. They're yeah. short reads too. Yeah. That's kind of a neat idea. So it's just a, a like the thirty three and a third books are just a book on that album and, yeah. and nothing else. About, nothing else. About, okay, about the history of that album and yeah. its influence on the author and society. Okay, and how it's and so and boss fight books for those of you who are like confused. Thirty-three and a third has to do with the speed that an album used to play at yes. Very nice. when they were albums. Yep, made of wax. Yeah, revolutions per minute. So there are a lot of books on the subject of video games, but few that deal with the games themselves. The series will start with Bauman's book on the game Earthbound. That will be followed by books on Galaga by Michael Kimball. <laughs> ZZT by Anna Anthropy, uh, Super Mario Brothers 2 by John Irwin, and Jagged Alliance 2 by Darius Kazimi. Super Mario 2. Yeah. <laughs> each book will be presented as a mix of history and personal narrative, with each author moving, uh, uh, leaning toward one end of that spectrum or the other based on personal style. Uh, it's a Kickstarter campaign, but it's already been funded. They're in stretch goal territory at this point, and they're clo- as, as they close in on the $20,000 mark, originally asked for 5000 Wow. Uh, Durham promised that uh, Anthropy will create a new game in ZZT if they hit that level. So if those uh, ZZT game fans, you might get a new one. They're currently at $18,764 when I checked, with 20 days left in the campaign. Uh, These five books will serve as season one. And if the success of the Kickstarter campaign is any indication, very likely they'll continue with more titles after that. I think that's great. I'd buy a couple books. I've already bought it. I went to the Kickstarter. 25 Coffee table book. Mm -hmm. 25 bucks gets you digital versions of all five. So. Christmas yeah. shopping for yeah. Paul is taken care of. Yeah. He'll buy yeah, it before go. then, but, you know. Yeah. Well, he doesn't know about it because he doesn't listen to the show, so yeah. this That's is wide true. open. He never listens yeah. to the show, so. So he'll, this is a secret between us and, and all of our fans. participate, isn't that enough? Hey, wait a minute. Uh, he never listens to the show, and we do yeah. listen to the show. Yeah. Yes. We don't have shingles, and he does. So you're saying the show is the cure for the shingles? I'm not saying it's a cure. It's, I a, think preventative it's a preventative measure. Preventative. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so for yeah. those listening, I'm congratulations. You are inoculated from the shingles. And if you want your friends, uh, if you want your friends to take some preventative yeah. measures yeah. against the shingles, I, I'm just saying it might. 
I mean, you got to keep the it's gel- like it's like I'm not going to make juice. any promises. I mean, but it might be good for your health. Yeah. To listen to this show. Ladies and gentlemen, you do have to meet us halfway. Keep the jelly beans away from your butt. Well, so if you do that and if you uh, eat that chocolate anus, chance, just keep it to yourself. If and you chances of tingles are less edible Benoit beads. God bless you. I'm not going to judge. No, each to each their own to each their own. Yes. <laughs> I can't stretch that far. Uh, this next story is probably Why my... Why you leave the house? With everything going on, this next story is my favorite story of what we have this week. I'm excited. I'm, I'm so excited for this. There's a long-standing legend, urban legend, about millions of copies of the Atari game E.T., the extraterrestrial, being buried in the New Mexico desert. Oh, yeah. yes. Yeah. There is? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God, yeah. Uh, yeah. The, the game, game failed so game, spectacularly yeah. that apparently all these games were shoveled into a landfill. By the like, company. By the company. All right. And a documentary film crew. So into crew, a landfill. Into a landfill. Oh, hilarious. A documentary film crew wants to settle it once and for all. They've just been given permission by the Alamo Gordo New Mexico City Council to excavate the landville believed to be the E.T.'s final resting place. If the legend is true, <laughs> the film crew from Ottawa's Fuel Industries could uncover 3.5 million cartridges wow. of what's been called one of the worst video games of all time. If it isn't true, they'll probably just find a bunch of garbage. Uh, there's been a debate about whether the supposed Atari graveyard is real, but both the New York Times and the local paper, the Alamogordo Daily, ran stories about the Atari dumping back in 1983 when it allegedly happened. The article in the New York Times claims 14 truckloads of games and other Atari hardware were dumped into the landfill, but according to Ars Technica, that number varies anywhere between 9 and 20 million, depending on the source. Uh, what's also in dispute is the actual content of the landfill. It's believed that most of what Atari dumped was millions of copies of E.T., but whether the number was exaggerated over time or if the dump was a mix of other games and hardware is unclear. The crew will excavate the site sometime in the next six months. So how many copies of et does it take to make the myth true that's uh i think if they find thousands that i mean if they find 200 right that's not yeah that's not what we're looking for right yeah yeah, you're talking here that the basic story is this uh et was coming out they I played that game. I remember playing that game. Atari paid a shitload for the license. Oh, I don't doubt it. Yeah. And had one guy program it and had to be done within a month. Yeah. And so what came out was the shit game you played. Yeah, it was pretty boring. It's pretty bad. And so word of mouth got out there. The game didn't sell. And they pressed millions of this cartridge because they expected, because with ET being the explosion that it was, that everyone's going to buy one. Smart marketing, smart idea. You uh, just need a reasonably good game. You don't need a great game, well, and, 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 but a reasonably good game to do well. Yeah. Unfortunately, they made a very boring game. Yeah. And, like, E.T. licensed stuff was selling, like, hotcakes during that time. Yeah. I mean, was it uh, McDonald's had the glasses, or was that Burger Everybody King? had it, but, yeah, McDonald's I mean, had the glasses. Right McDonald's off, had the, the E.T. glasses. It was hot off the whole Star Wars craze, so everybody um, was like, oh, we can at, we can connect things it was to the fan, It was the... The little, family friendly alien, yeah. the little tiny uh, collectible figurine where you just push the, the lever on the back and the neck moved yeah. up and oh, down, yeah. and it was only like what 
two inches high. Yeah. And you can still buy the shit. Zia had a $100 collectible ET figure. I still say that the only reason Reese's PCs still exist is because of that movie. You are right. Wasn't it originally supposed to be M&M's? Yes, it was originally supposed to be M&M's. M&M didn't allow it. And so Reese's had this fledging thing. And yes, it is the uh, candy that ET built. Yeah. Yeah. And it's the only reason it's probably still around. Because it's an okay candy. I I don't prefer it, but when I do have it, I'm thinking of the E.T. movie. Yeah. Yep. You're, not, you're not even kidding. And, and we'll forever actually. be connected to that movie. You know, I rewatched that movie not too you know, long ago. It doesn't hold up that well for me. E.T. didn't hold up? Nah. I just bought the, uh, they had the anniversary Blu-ray on like super cheap special on uh, Amazon and I bought it just to have it because yeah. I guess the the anniversary edition DVD that I had bought was the one that, that um, Spielberg had gone back and done the Lucas treatment and for the Blu-ray, he kind of he did a 180 and said, "You know what? I was wrong to have done that." So yeah. he restored it back to the original, uh-huh. like everything, and yeah. all he did was just, um, you know, Master clean up. Print. Yeah, yeah I like clean when up a the director print. can admit when they're wrong. Yeah, um, that's that is, <laughs> you know, yeah, that movie doesn't hold up well for me. No. I guess. No, I just didn't hmm. enjoy. It. I, just, I still liked it. It's. Th- it's it's definitely targeted to young to children. Sure, yeah, it's a children's yeah. movie. Well, yeah, it was supposed and to be a family movie. Yeah, anyway. and in that aspect, it's a, a perfectly fine, entertaining yeah. children's movie. It really is. Uh, but yeah, I think I was expecting to be like, I didn't get that like yeah. nostalgic. It's love gonna be of, interesting in 2016 uh, when we get the remake. <laughs> that's not that's not news. That's not real. <laughs> I hope it's not real. It's fake. <laughs> uh, a new nerd plague has reared its ugly insectoid head shingles oh, that's right it's coming from insectoid plague for the nerds nerds are getting infected by insects a species of ant is terrorizing the u.s and chemicals that kill off other types of the insect are proving ineffective against it it's called the crazy ant it's named after your aunt margaret no it's named <laughs> for the erratic trail it leaves as it makes its way across the country originated in argentina and brazil uh, but since it was first spotted in Houston in 2002, it's come to spread to 21 counties in Texas, 20 counties in Florida, and a few locations in Mississippi and Louisiana. According to ABC News, the chemicals that kill the more common red ant aren't effective on crazy ants, and so residents should call pest control if they find an infestation in their home. And hopefully they'll get there before critters start attacking your computer. The insects, bizarrely, are attracted to electrical wiring and components and in one year alone caused $146.5 million in damages in Texas, ABC reported. Awesome. The devastation occurs when one ant discovers the transformer, then gets electrocuted when it touches it. And waves of its abdomen in the air emit a certain scent. The scent lures the ants to the scene. They, too, are electrocuted, again, sending scent into the air to attract their friends. Eventually, there are so many dead ants that the electric switches get stuck or the insulation fries and the system shuts down. Unlike fire ants, crazy ants do not spread quickly. They can only advance approximately 200 meters per year on their own. The biggest factor in the spread has been human transportation. So they're red ants. What what initially gets and, an ant in a transistor? I mean, it, well, I mean, it, 
they're attracted to your electronics like when the, they find the, the capacitor or the transistor that that carries the okay, the releasable charge. Some of the, gets them to your electronics, okay. though. There's something that's they're, yeah, that's about. what they don't understand about yeah. them that they're attracted to your this electricity. Well, this could be like the Ant Man or something. Well, this I'm is, wondering. You know if, what? This is no. This is just a viral marketing <laughs> for the new Ant Man <laughs> movie. <laughs> I figured you out, <laughs> Hank Pym. <laughs> nuh uh, Excelsior. <laughs> nuh uh, try my cologne. <laughs> I was gonna it say, smells like ant abdomen. <laughs> I wondered if it was the the plastic insulation because I still don't know how anybody has figured this out. But apparently, like plastic insulation that's used in electronic wiring for like decades now has a sweet flavor to it, but it's like highly, uh, well, poisonous Toxic. if you ingest it. It's like, it's, it's Is okay there a to level touch, of cellulose to it or something. I don't know. Hmm. Uh. A little known fact about the insulation on wiring, it's uh it's made from uh three percent of it is made from chocolate anus. <laughs> <laughs> so, it, uh, just three percent? Yeah, just three percent. That's well that's, that's enough slight, to track the that's enough to attract the crazy. And that sweet so. taste. That sweet taste. Yeah. It also explains the toxicity of Crazy Ant. Because <laughs> I understand the whole like when an ant dies it lets out a pheromone which let other ants know that there's danger here i need your help come and attack and this one says come here there's something good come here though i guess crazy ants and so crazy after ants. they all die Yeehaw. and the electricity is no more no longer pulsing through said electric uh device once, once the once they short the transistor do out. they keep coming to eat the wiring then is that the deal or do or now they just like well no electricity so we're done yeah, I think, yeah. no. Well, uh, that's a good question. I think they come there, the pheromone, there's nothing there, they move on. So they're only they're, attracted they're, to electric, they're only attracted to something that kills them? Yes. And it's, wow. it's so weird. Must be something about the... They must, uh, they must all be males. Hey, look at this. I'm going to bite into this thing and oh, I'm fried. I don't know why. Hey, I'm look at single. this. What did he, he, this guy discovered something. Let me go figure out what he's got going on. Oh, I'm dead too. Hey, look at that. Those two guys <laughs> discovered something. Maybe I should go check it out. Oh! Yeah. Yeah. Ants go marching one by run. Hurrah. I bet Hurrah. if you put them in boiling water, they don't even notice. <laughs> stupid ants. Yeah. Stupid, stupid crazy skeletons. Ants are stupid. Yeah. Ants are dumb. They're crazy. Ants. Yeah, I didn't go to the boiling water. They're just still on an electric stove. There you go. Yeah. yeah. I don't care about your water. Well, fortunately, I have a gas powered computer, so I'm fine. Oh, you're fine. <laughs> Yeah. It helps to be you part of the steampunk, steampunk movement. Yeah. Well, I just wanted to go to natural gas, save the planet, you know. Sure. I got you natural gas right here, pal. Hey, ooh. Finally, the game of life. Yes, the game of life. One of the oldest board games still around today enjoys continued success around the world. Japan, in particular, has embraced the line of wheel spinning games where it's been known uh, by the direct translation Jinsei Gumu or Gemu, sorry. I, I'm sure it was all fucked up. As 2013, Jesse March... see Gemu! That's it. That's it right there. As 2013 marks the 45th anniversary of the Game of Life in Japan, one island has decided to celebrate by turning the entire place into one big Game of Life board, complete with spinners and play money. 
crazy. The life-size game of life will be held from the 20th of July to the 16th of September on Euron Island, just uh, located north of Okinawa. Euron Island? Your, uh, a whole island made of urine? Euron Island. That is a no. terrible place to Whatever. play a game. You had a off of town. No, no man would, is an island, but you're an island. Why would I want to play a game on an island full of urine? That's horrible. You well, Japan are into some weird shit. Yeah, sometimes. they have some true. They weird are. ideas of entertainment. Crazy. All right, go on with the crazy Japanese thing. The impetus for this plan was the fact the island is shaped like the hilly part of the game where the spinner sits. Oh, joy. <laughs> Throughout these summer months, players will be given a map showing where the, the game. Where the spinner sits. <laughs> What's her name? Coos. <laughs> <laughs> Players will be given a map showing the game squares and an allotment of fake money like that used in the game. The players will then spin one of four wheels located around the island and proceed to that spot. At the end of the game, any play money left over can be converted into gift certificates. It costs you 500 yen or $5 to take part in the event. Uh, By the way, if you have not played the game of life in a while, it is one of the more complicated games ever made. Right. I am not joking. Like it's there, getting more complicated no, or no, I just no, no. forgot. No, there are so many little rules to that game. Like every other square has a very specific long drawn out rule that you have to know, but it's not clearly said. And then you can like bet on each spin if you want, but if you didn't oh, realize that's right. that, you can do like all these other things to this game. Because some friends of mine and I uh, not long ago, we were just like, "Hey, let's play the game of life. You've got it here. We haven't played it in a long time." And we like played it once, and then we like looked at the rules more closely and we were like, we didn't do like half the rules. Let's part, try to play again. And they're not do, like optional things. They're like well, clearly, just you can play without being aware that that happens. I but guess so. It's like I if you about land betting. on certain spots, but there's only like ten of them on the board, then like craziness happens. But if you don't realize that, it doesn't say it on the board that like craziness ensues. It just looks like a normal spot. You know, it's like. Look at the rules huh. of life again. Well, the game of life in yeah. real life is pretty complicated. <laughs> Look, man. But for a game that like eight-year-olds, man, you just go through life not reading the rules. That's, eight-year-olds that's a play it. Life go, right man. There. I just remember just being like eight, it, and we would play it and have yeah. no problems. And here we were, all of us like adults, being like, how do you play this game? Where are the rules? It's so random. <laughs> See, that's the <laughs> game of no life, sense. man. When you're a kid, you don't need all those rules. You just do it, it's man. Just, it's that's very what saying, random. Man. That's part of it. It's like, just go through life. It's a strangely complicated game. Don't yeah. spend your time looking at your square, trying Thank to figure you, out the Jeff rules. Bridges. Just, just go, man. Spin the spinner and go. Just Mike abides. Just Mike abides. <laughs> the Mike abides. The Has anybody Mike seen abides. an interview with him lately? The just Mike wow. abides. No, uh, Jeff Bridges. Just Michael. The last, the he last uh, Bridges he, interview I saw he, was, last week. Uh, he had an interview with for Tron for people. Legacy. Yeah. He's just mm-hmm. he's like he's really kind of. So becoming, taking on the persona of he's become his, the dude. Yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. That kind of oh wow, man. You know, like everything's like zen and yeah. yeah no, he's man. really kind of yeah. tried to get into his zen place in his life. Yeah. I think, which I can appreciate to yeah. a point. No, I'm, no I'm not saying it. it's bad. I'm sometimes just like, the, you the go to Alaska, kinda, wow. and you just hit the reset button, and it doesn't <laughs> un- <laughs> get unstuck. You know, it sometimes you're stuck. You're just stuck there. Sometimes you eat the bar, and sometimes the bar eats you. <laughs> oh yeah, and before I forget, thirty-five years ago. Huh. This month. This month. Happy birthday. Space Invaders was released for the first time. Oh. In fact, I think June 6th is when they were, they had actually credited it, but some articles just say month of June 35 years ago. Well, happy post-Space Invaders Day. Happy yeah. po- Space Invaders. 
Such a simple Lost game. many a quarter to that game. What'd you lose many a day. quarter to? Write to us, comments at UglyCouchShow.com. A chocolate anus. And <laughs> a prostitute named Coos. Will a quarter fit in a chocolate anus? <laughs> Huh. You got to work your way up to it. <laughs> okay. Or maybe patient. the silver became part of that silver chocolate anus. If you're gentle and patient, you can get a quarter up that anus. <laughs> or that's nickel plated. I guess they don't use silver anymore, do they? And thank you for coming back to us this week. It's and we couldn't do the show without you folks enjoying it. So thank you so much for all. Thanks your, for all the your positive and love. Thanks for all the positive comments on the video show. And, of course, you can always help us out by, you know, like us on, liking us on Facebook or going to iTunes giving us a review. That means a whole lot. Yeah, and, uh, and welcome the literally almost 1,000 new members we've gotten over the last couple of months. And here. what's the thing the the thing that you can... Stitcher. Yeah. yeah. Listen to us on Stitcher. Stitcher every now yeah. and then. It's, and then and what's great about Stitcher to, is it gives you that uh, once you listen to our show, it will start another show that Stitcher feels is similar. So you might discover new shows by listening to ours. And yeah. uh, the Couchcast, of course, the videos are always worth checking videos out. Videos are oh, Yes. The, the Couch show, the show itself, where you get to learn about the deep-seated desires of Just Michael. Look, yes. I mean, uh, my iTunes, Zoom Marketplace, dark. we're all out there. Even if on YouTube. YouTube. Yep. If you haven't watched Subscribe the Couch. Subscribe to us on YouTube. If you haven't watched the Couchcast. Uh, watch it. What I love about the Couchcast is, it's just what uh, Torgo said. Is it's it's uh, these things are awesome. We love these things, and we think you should give them a try if you are all interested in the same things we are. It's a very positive show, and that's one of the things I really like about it is that it's oh, yeah, it's, it's this yeah. happy place. We're talking about the things we love as opposed to ranting about how they made all the mistakes yeah. about these shows because we that, tend to do that. That's what this show is for. Well, that's what we tend to do in life in general <laughs> as fanatics of yes. things yeah. that we love. We nitpick about the things, but the the couch cast is the ugly couch show is... Uh, it's our happy place. Yeah, it's a... It, it's like in Happy Gilmore when, when he has I, to go to his happy place. Exactly. It's, that's it's, what we do. It's a really good thing to see and a great source for finding... New things that you might be interested in. So and I, do I found new things tricycle just doing like the you. show. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even realize I was into. And now I know some things about myself. We didn't know you were into I young adult fanny. I can seek some therapy. Oh, we were. Take some medication it was if necessary. It was, <laughs> it might have been to you, but it wasn't to me, all right? With that haircut, you were obviously me. into it was new to young me. fannies. And because E3 is not over, I'm sure there'll be more news next week. And until then, I am Master Dorgo. 80s Jeff. Just Michael. Captain Luddite. And we'll talk to you next week in Geek. <laughs> I'm just saying that haircut clearly screams pedophile. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Yeah. I should have just shaved. I should I, I'd shaved that day. I should have uh, just left the mustache yeah, on. Yeah, kept uh, the yeah. I should have left the pedophile mustache. Yeah. I didn't realize. I didn't realize. Put the little it, it almost, if he'd have kept the mustache, he would have been just like uh, uh, in uh, Anchorman, Legend of Ron Burgundy. Nice. Uh, nice. The, the guy Paul Rudd's the character. Paul Rudd. Yeah, Paul Rudd's yeah. character that wore the Sex Panther. I get that all the time. I see, it made it made more sense. Yeah, you do have a little it bit of Paul Rudd going. A little bit yeah, of Rudd like going a, all the time. I bet like you get that. Sad. See, now you need to grow that fine fatter 70s Paul Rudd. Yeah. That's, uh, that's ah! 70s wow. stash. Wow. <laughs> Do you have a length of rope I can borrow? <laughs> <laughs>